okay. We can say that we're in Estonia. Um, yeah. All right, that's all. Uh, you support Black Lives Matter, Lewis, don't you? Oh, I mean, I've hashtagged once or twice. That's You're crazy about that stuff, the being being on the right side of uh, history, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Me? You are, yeah, yeah. Am I? Oh, come on, Lewis. You're, you're like a, you're a f- pure, d- dyed-in-the-wool feminist. But Black lives matter. All uh, lives matter. Orange man, evil and bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, wait, if we're trying to paint pictures here, are you sure this just isn't an attempt to justify your own point of view by pushing- Hey, 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 hey. No hey. doubt you're Whoa. more right than me. What's but, my point of view? You think I'm a racist uh, No, I think uh, what, Nazi, you're, is see, what you're doing, you're definitely more right than me, right? You definitely- don't believe, I don't believe in left and right. I'm a dirty, filthy centrist, Lewis. <laughs> You're trying to push me more over to the left so you appear more centrist. Where Yeah. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I mean you're fucking anti. What's wrong with being centrist? Why 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 does everyone uh uh what is it? If you're not with us, you're against us. No, you wanna be centrist, but you're the one on there buying World War II paraphernalia on the internet. I bid on him, I didn't win him. Oh okay. I uh, I bid on I tried to get Lewis uh what was it like a a royal a Royal Air Force bomb uh like an RAF. A bomber jacket, yeah, yeah or something. A uh, flight jacket or whatever, but some fucker in uh, America outbid me. Oh, fuck that guy in America. Some rich white guy, probably. That's, all, that's right, that's why know. black lives matter. That's it. <laughs> uh, that's just an attempt to make yourself feel better by pushing me over to the left. I don't I'm know, sure I don't, just, I fucking don't, I don't give <laughs> shit about politics, I just don't yeah, care. Yeah, I mean, I up? read Posty Mason, ARR, and I see like Martin Helmer said this about Tunnel Keek, and I'm like, ooh, but. Oh, that was so funny when Tunnel Keek he said he has to have his work checked, right? Yeah, Like yeah, senior yeah. ministers have to check his work. And then Tyler Kicks are like, what did he put? He put that line and it was like, judge me by the enemies that I make. Did he? I like, isn't that, that's a famous quote, like fucking Churchill or someone said it, like, judge me by the quality of the enemies that I make. Oh, and that was right, Tyler yeah. Kick retweeted the article of Helmer having a go at him yeah. with just with the line in English, I guess, cause he wants to be fucking cool. Like, I get, you know, like Churchill, Winston Churchill, judge you by the quality of the enemies I make. I'm like, yeah. settle down, champion. Okay, fucking Martin Helmer said something bad about you. This doesn't make you time person of the century. I mean, I'm very like settled down about all politics in Estonia. You're a tiny fucking country. Nobody gives a shit about you. I mean, your greatest achievement is that now Estonia is the number one uh, with the infection rate in the world. Apparently. In the world? Yeah, I think the Czech Republic and Estonia, they keep going back and forth. I love it. And this, and as we record, this is Tuesday the, the 16th. It's going to go out tomorrow on Wednesday. F- uh, 50% of Estonia- This is going out tomorrow. It's going to go out tomorrow. My birthday tomorrow, Louis. I know, I know. As I keep getting reminded that I'm supposed yeah. to, you know, do something. Yeah. But, you know, we'll do something. I, I get to have all the, all the Facebook people going, oh, happy. Oh, people happy who I haven't talked to in fucking years. Oh, happy birthday, Tim. Miss you, Tim. <laughs> Estonia Cons- has the highest infection rate in Europe, yeah. as you've just told me. In the me. world, I think. In the world. In the, oh, yes, apparently. Kaya Kallas has a 50% approval rate right now. Like is, 50%, that, is that good or bad? Bad. Is it? Like 50% of Estonia, oh, it was 50% don't approve of her coronavirus actions. Like, Jesus, we've got, we're like, oh, we're being locked down. Oh, it's too much. Oh, the woman's yeah. come along and done all of this. Like, we have the highest infection rate in the world. Do you think we got to fucking have a little lockdown for a while yeah. or something? I mean, I, I genuinely think it's fucking insane that Estonia didn't shut down uh, in December mm. when pretty much everybody else did. UK did, Ireland did. Yeah. 
good yeah. for my business, but not so good for country in long run. I but I want, I want your business to fail though. You know? <laughs> but maybe it's all gonna like, okay, sure. So beyond what, what was the difference? We didn't, Estonia didn't lock down. Latvia yep. did. Latvia has been in lockdown. They fucking haven't come out for the sun for five months or something. And what, what, what are their but cases like? Lower, but if yeah. we all get the vaccine, it's the vaccine that's gonna save us. So fuck it. Okay, so what happened if a few extra people died? Okay, besides that, mm. we will all get the vaccine at the same time because we're on the bottom of the EU shit list. So we'll get the vaccines when Germany's done with them, yeah. mein Führer. The, the weird thing here as well is that the, the death rate is super low mm -hmm. compared to the infection rate. Because in Ireland, everyone's fucking, everyone dying in Ireland. Whoa, okay, so virulent Estonians are surviving yeah. this at higher numbers. Okay, that makes me feel better about my my right wing stance that it was good that oh, we so were Also, you're, you're on the right now, are you? Yeah, oh, well, you keep flip flopping. Flip flopping you're around. You're the centrist, though. <laughs> judge, me, judge me by the standard of the enemies that I make. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, are you able to vote in the, the elections here? Maybe no? city elections, but nothing uh, more yeah. as a yeah. dirty foreign. Filthy fucking Pagula. 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 Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, we just always jump into the conversation, but this is in the next episode. I finally wrangled Tim into the studio here. Yeah. Thought we'd take a break from the episodes that I'm doing with Martin. It's all very serious. We're talking Cheers, about- Cheers, by the way. Cheers to that, Tim. We're talking about Martin, what? how to run the group and how does artists work and all that shit. But what we need is a little bit of crack. And by that we mean- A little bit of crack. And a little I have bit some, of Irish I have some crack. crack in my bag for you, Lewis. Okay, we've got some things- stuff straight through. from Ireland. Okay, food from Ireland. This sounds like it should be a YouTube video, like- Oh, like an unboxing- uh, Yeah, yeah, tasting. Australian lad tries oh, Irish. Those BuzzFeed fucking- <laughs> Now this here, Lewis, is mm. Tato. I just put right. beer all over me. Oh, it's Tato. No. Tato okay. is an Irish uh, potato chip. This mm. got crushed, of course, because I swear, like the box was a sphere when I got it. <laughs> they just didn't give a shit. Uh, you know, I, my problems with the with the mail in this Many country. Many <laughs> problems with the mail in this country. But uh, so these are Irish potato chips okay. called Tato. So and, uh, they're fantastic. If you can see here, Tato Park, that's a place. You yeah, they to... have a, a theme park called Tato Park. Oh, yeah. shit. You can go to Tato Park. Yeah. It's got the GPS. Scare your kids for life. The GPS the coordinates are listed on the back. So yeah. Made with 100% cheese and onion f flavor, cheese and onion flavor potato crisps. Yep. The original Irish crisps. So this is very traditional. Because there's a Northern Irish potato. It's a different company. Fuck those guys. They're fucking, yeah. They In stole the, 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 the potato man and everything. Fucking orange people. They're the orange bad, ones, are The orange they? ones, yeah. Ar you said it, orange man bad. Orange, orange nation bad. Orange nation bad yeah. up there. <laughs> Fuck them. They can stay. They can leave the, they've left the European Union, have they? They're, well, they're, they're part of the, the UK, so yeah. Right, so they there, have. Yeah, yeah. But it's all it's all fucked because, uh, uh, shit, I got a fucking pimple on my cheek. Jesus Christ, hold on. What are you, 12? 12, yeah. But uh, they have um, this weird uh, treaty that, that the North still gets some sort of EU rights. Mm. And as a result of that, like the, the orange people are going crazy and threatening oh. threatening border police and stuff. It's Oh, because they want their EU rights, right? They're still like- No, the, 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 the loyalists, so the pro-UK people, mm -hmm. they want closer ties with the UK. Uh, but the so UK can't because it's just because they, they have a border with Ireland who's in the EU and it's just all kinds of fucked up. Uh, it's yeah. fucked. I don't know. I'm so we're going right through the, the Tato chips. Now, first thing that strikes me when I look at them is that it's all written in English. 
which is something like- Why I is just, that surprising to you? I just not, I, not really when I think about it, but yeah. just that I've been here for so long, oh, or lived yeah, outside yeah. of a native exactly, England, you're yeah. used to seeing whatever, you see some freaking Polish on the back. And There's even if there is stuff. English, oh, this fucking drives me crazy about Estonia. They, they'll have the different languages, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they'll put a big white sticker yeah. over all of them and just have the Estonian, have Estonian one. Where there and could I, be and some I have English. to peel off. Like, Maybe the there's sticker. English. Yeah. Right. Maybe Disgraceful. German. You could read the Shame German yourself. or something. Okay, so we're gonna do a bit of a uh, what is it ASMR? Uh, What's that? What's AS? I don't even know what that means. What it's uh, like audio something or other. Where like like attractive women will get really close to the mic and, and, oh, and just yeah. eat food or go, "Hey, baby, I love you." Oh, oh, did, did you have a bad day? Slash yeah. uh, okay, so it's a potato crisp. Verdict. Mm. Is this a okay? It's good. It's fucking fantastic. And do, um, and do you know what we do with them? We make sandwiches out of them. We make potato sandwiches, oh, bread, bread and butter, we and potatoes. Yeah. Now, these are che is cheese and onion a typical flavor that you would? Yeah, it's, it's the, the standard flavor. Mm, uh, okay. There are others. There's like salt and vinegar, and uh, mm. they better fucking give me money for doing this. Some fucking yeah. Potato. I mean, yeah, with all the eager listeners oh, in Estonia yeah, who are sure, going to be yeah. now trying to find. I'm potato. telling you though, if there's anyone from ireland watching this probably mm. not but if there is they'll they'll know they'll know potatoes are a, they're 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 a class above you know they're they're a you need to import this and then use the vast audience of comedy guy with lewis Ezeram to launch your product in this local market you see you gotta do. subscribe to influencers that's yeah. how it works these days but like big lays and big cheeto will probably send you know <laughs> russian guys around with bats and big you know break, break my legs <laughs> big cheeto <clears throat> big big potato chip. <laughs> when the first two words out of your mouth were big lays, I was like, <laughs> are you talking about bad chicks? I don't even know do they have fucking lays in the Right, 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 right. But I mean it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Now we have the second course. Oh, we have a the second, second course. Okay. The last course, really. Now I wasn't expecting uh, my friend Kyle sent me uh mm, a box mm. full of this stuff. So I mean it's great. I'm just I won't eat them all only because People just listen to me crunch on crisps. Well, I'm not sure. Did I forget the other thing? Oh, Tim, 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 Tim. Oh no, I didn't. No, this Lewis is is a, is a rarity. This <gasps> is a it's Fredo bar. Fredo frog. Yeah. We have this in Australia too. Yeah. Straight up, I would eat a Fredo frog in Australia yeah, as well. So, Fredo frog is just uh, like a little chocolate in the shape of a frog. Of a frog. Yeah. This one doesn't have anything in it, right? No caramel or nothing like caramel that. Caramel in it. Yeah. There's do. caramel in it. Mm, see, typically I don't go for. See, I'm I'm a I'm a purist, a loyalist. I think to the old ways, which is like you're an orange man. I just want chocolate. Yeah. Why are chocolate. we putting something in the middle of my chocolate? Some fucking caramel. Something's oozing out. I don't want nothing to. But ooze you out. love the Estonian thing of just putting cheese in everything, right? They put cheese in their sausages. They put cheese in True. their. Uh, I do like that. Yeah. yeah. So I do like a bit of everything. So mm. Fredo frog. Yeah, we would have that absolutely. I would eat a Fredo frog in Australia as well. Wait, but this doesn't say anything about caramel on it. I'm. I'm not sure this is a caramel frog. Well, because there's Fredo bars and then there's Taz bars, which well, are in the shape of ta uh, Taz, the ta oh, Tasmanian. Well, there's many different kinds of Fredos. That could be it as well. But this is Cadbury's and we, Cadbury's is traditional Estonian, Australian brand as well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we're all from Mother England, right? Yeah. So, so I absolutely would have had a Fredo frog in my lunchbox. As a, as a as, child. As a child, yep. Before he got robbed by the... <laughs> Bully Before I got rolled. Not this is straight up is dairy it? milk. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna have to send a complaint to Kyle because I mm. demanded. This is caramel. my favorite. Good on you, Kyle, for not yeah. putting any weird fucking chocolate in this bag. Yeah. I don't want Fredo mm. boy. Mm. I love him. Oh, that's exactly Cadbury's. Like Cadbury's is Australian fatza. 
like Futz is like yeah. here, like, oh, we need it. Oh, it's the, it's what I need for my soul. Um, you know, it's just another chocolate, right? But that's what it is to me. So, okay, there's, there's so, so many, this whole, this table is a disaster. There's have. so many cultural, Whoa, Whoa, Jesus Christ. That's all right, this table here. There's so many cultural <laughs> balances. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything Australian for you to try. I should have really. Didn't your parents about that. send you a package? Uh, oh yeah, thing. but it's like they brought me Vegemite, gluten-free Vegemite, yeah. uh, gluten-free wheat bix. So like cereal, nothing they really didn't exciting. Send any Tim Tams. I did, but I ate them long ago, bro. Oh yeah, like I, I still have through. some of the. Uh, my mm. Aussie friend sent me some orange Tim, Tim Tams, orange chocolate. Tim yeah, Tams. I'm skeptical. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah. yeah. Can't beat the original Tim Tam though, or the mm. or the double chocolate Tim Tam. Dude, the Tim Tam is if you've never tasted a Tim Tam before, it's a traditional Australian chocolate biscuit. And it's got chocolate and it's got biscuity bits in it. And it's and nothing to do with me, by the way. Nothing to do with this guy, but it's very typical Australian. And if you're like a young lady or just a lady and you've ever traveled the world, you've probably been in a hostel. And there's some Australian guy there going like, oh yeah, mate, how you doing? Oh, good, yeah, yo, where'd you come from? Oh, is, there, is there a factory in Australia oh. that just produces you? Yeah, oh, that's pretty far away. Factory line of yeah, Lewis's called out. Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Let's go, mate. <laughs> you will have, if you have ever traveled, you have gone to a hostel and there's some Australian, yeah, mate, oh, that's really Estonia. Oh, right on, yeah, that's, I've never heard of that. That's a long way away. Oh yeah, right. And what they're all they're trying to do is get you into bed using the power of Tim Tams. It's how it's Australia's procreation strategy for the world. They've sent young men off around the world armed with nothing but chocolate biscuits. And these chocolate biscuits are so good that you will suddenly start thinking better about this huge bogan in front of you yeah, and yeah. suddenly think that maybe he's charming because the yeah. chocolate, I don't know how they do it. They're so, they're that good. Because of globalization, Lewis, just to sh shift gears a bit. Because mm -hmm. when I was a young lad, like the, like the Aussie bloke was still somewhat exotic. You know, the, the Australian fella, he'd, okay. he'd be working down the pub yeah. in, in the West Coast of Ireland. Like, oh, he's from Australia. Mm -hmm. Now no one gives a shit. Yeah, sure. About like oh, like being Irish is not, not special anymore. No one gives a fuck. Now mm. it's the likes of Estonia that's the exotic uh, mm. white person you see abroad, mm. and uh, it's uh, it's heartbreaking. We're <laughs> not you know, special anymore. That's why we came here to be special. Are we even? Are we we are, Tim. Here, Tim, are we? we are the most important two foreigners in the whole country. Are we? We are now, especially now that I matter. Now that <laughs> Numakalu football guy, now he's fucked right. He's gone down the list a few rungs. We Who's are. This? Do you know about the, there's this the, the head coach of <clears throat> Numakalu football club who was touching some young chicks? Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all come out, and now he's fucked. Yeah. So he's off the list of you know foreigners that are good. So there's not many left, right? So it's great. Every time some foreigner gets chop down a few yeah. rungs we head up the list that's yeah but i mean like so uh, it's the, all right there's so many foreigners here now it's oh, uh, yes. uh, uh i fucking love it i, lo I just love walking through baltium tour and just feeling like i'm not in estonia you know like i'm just i'm so i'm in like dublin or london so or interesting isn't it's it nice, when you walk through yeah. it's so multicultural now there's like the Italian pie guy, guy on the on the ground pie floor, guy the south yeah. african bloke you should get him on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I got to get him on. Yeah. Definitely, we've got to talk about this. Because every time I go there, to there's a pie guy. For those who don't, don't know, he sells South African meat pies on the in in the market, 
uh, he just he just keeps talking. He never shuts. Mate up. loves, it. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. So he'd be great on the podcast. And they're all tough. Maybe I think he might be a generation after this. But whenever I knew South Africans in Sydney, so that was when I was living there, what twenty years ago, right? Yeah. And I knew South Africans who had sort of lived some of their, let's say, early, at least early adult life in South Africa, right? They were all hard cunts. They were either like. Oh, they're like, yeah, all year I get up and I uh, ride a uh, hundred kilometers in the morning because I'm a hardcore cyclist. Or they were like the most successful startup guy. Yeah. They were like, whatever they were doing, they were doing it intensely and they were doing successfully. And my theory was, it's just like, if you were that generation, you went, you fucking went through Mandela getting out of jail. You probably put down a few fucking people yourself you know you had to probably have to whip the gun out at some yeah. stage to protect your property you are a hard motherfucker if you came from south africa yeah well i mean 90s. like the, the the white south africans they came from uh the boers and, and the english who who sent you know massive amounts of people to colonize south africa mm. and just from fucking traveling ac across the the country and that's all fa like hard farm cunts, right. you know, big fuckers from farming stock with farming strength. And then uh, they, as much as the history tells me, they uh, were those tough people. They had yeah. tamed that land. They might have you know, put a few people in slavery and shit like that, but don't worry about that part of the story. That's yeah. irrelevant to this, you know, that whole oppression of a minority. I, I find South Africa is don't worry so, about that. so fascinating. But then back in the day, like they were so hard, then the English is the Boer War. The yeah. English come back and go, yo, 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 remember, remember the queen motherfuckers? Yep. Hey, mm -hmm. time for some English control here. And these Boer farmers are just like, no, my friend, you are not doing this, fuck you. Yeah. And they pretty, for a while, like were defeating the might of the English army in the Boer War with uh, rudimentary early guerrilla tactics. Mm -hmm. Uh, were holding the English off. And eventually the English had to send ship after ship of troops. And it took them uh, quite many years to put the Boers down. They put eventually, them in concentration camps. They, they invented the concentration They eventually camps. did, yeah. but these Boer motherfuckers put up a fight. They're hard fuckers, yeah. They're hard yeah, fuckers. Hard, uh. And uh, I, I was reading recently, this is not interesting at all, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I was looking through, I was just watching the, the, the rugby and I was looking at the... The, the, the list of names of the South African rugby players. Mm -hmm. And there's a load of French names in there. Mm -hmm. So I went looking into it and apparently like uh, the French Huguenots, Huguenots, hu I don't know how to pronounce it, but- uh, Huguenots. They, 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 they sent like a bunch of Huguenots down to uh, South Africa and- uh, I've got a pair of Huguenots. <clears throat> almost every fucking rugby player is descended from these French Huguenots. <laughs> big. Just big fuckers. fuckers, big strong fuckers, you know? I don't know what, what, where, where no, we're going. No, it's okay. That's like, heritage is an interesting part, right? Like, cause you've got, talking about rugby, then you've got those Kiwi blokes, you know, yeah. the Maori blokes, right? Yeah. Those are big boys. Yeah. And it's actually a problem because those Maori kids, they're like 12 and they're like twice men, the size of you, men. right? They're men by yeah. 12. And there's at least when, again, when I was growing up in Australia, they, everyone was trying to deal with it politically, like politically correct, but there was a problem, right? A 12-year-old Maori kid is a big son of a bitch already. He's strong, he's tough already. And he's just like, it's a rugby game. He is mowing down poor little white kids who are 12 as well, just rampaging over yeah. them. And it was like- Like Boris Johnson. Yeah, did, just- Did you ever see that video of Boris Johnson? No. He, he played rugby with uh, some underprivileged school kids. 
and he just destroyed them. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. He just barreled right into them. And there's this famous picture of him, just tiny little like 10 year old kid. And he just, oh, biff. Boom. Just puts the shoulder in, <laughs> yeah. sends one flying. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Good on you, Boris. He's got every fantasy of him being yeah, able to yeah. just take out little children. But like rugby was always an equalizer in that sense, in the 90s anyway, because skill still mattered. Mm. Nowadays, it's just, let's just get as big as we can. Skill is kind of going out the, the window. It's just uh, get these big Maori kids and just fucking. Isn't it hard to explain when you're trying to explain sport? It's hard to explain. There's, well, there's rugby, mm -hmm. rugby league. Mm -hmm. What you call rugby is probably rugby union. Union is the yeah. full name yeah. of it, right? Union. Then there's rugby league. Which is close closer to American football than. No, it's closer to rugby union. No, but like in rugby league, the, the play stops when there's a tackle. Well, in that regard, yeah. but because I think in like almost every other regard, it's not like because American football uh, descends from um, rugby, right? Okay, and ru rugby league is kind of the old traditional way of playing rugby. Union kind of split off from it, hmm. so rugby league is there's a lot that's in American football that's it's still in rugby league. So, right. Yeah, completely yeah. two two completely different sports. Though. It's tough for you to explain that to an Australian because we love rugby league. It, rugby league is the sport of the common man in not Australia. Not AFL, not footy. Maybe down south. Well, here's the difficulty, right? We've got the rugby union, we've got the rugby league, then you've got the AFL, which is somewhat in the ballpark of Gaelic football yeah, yeah. in a similar sort of thing. You got to explain that to someone who doesn't even know what the fuck, hasn't even seen any of these games before. Yeah. It's very difficult to explain, yeah. right? Yeah, you have to be into sports. And then I'm all like, oh yeah, and a game of cricket, five days. Game yeah, of cricket five, last five yeah, days, exactly, and it's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. It's the greatest thing I've ever watched. I've been playing chess a lot lately. Really? Okay. Uh, streaming? Do you watch these like those streaming matches? Or? No, I just... Uh, see, I like playing fast, but I'm mm. terrible. So okay. I just play fast and lose. Mm. But I, I'm like, yeah, look at me playing fast. I had Dan. Dan popped over to my place on... Uh, Daniel Weinberg's Mulletberg's. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't think he'd mind me telling this story. Uh, he was trying to copulate with a lady, mm -hmm. and she stood him up. So he came to my house. <laughs> That's what you do when you can't get and, laid. Uh, you go over to Tim's. Ate my food and drank my rum, <laughs> and uh, just destroyed me in chess. Just mm. fucking destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so the kid's got something. Yeah, yeah. Chess, every so? single person I play beats me because I just want to play fast. Okay. I don't know how to play chess. At all. You don't even know the basics? No, I don't even know that. It's, it's King, okay. queen, rooks. I get, yeah. uh, you know the moves, though. You know, like, what each piece does. And oh, probably 50%, kind of. The rooks yeah. go forward and the queen... Uh, I don't know. It's a fantastic game. I mean, it's I... It's some artsy-fartsy intellectual poofter shit. That's what Australian... <laughs> <Poofter is>. shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a poofter, so... Anyway. But, uh, That's it, what we were saying in Australia. Sorry, Tim. The... the uh, I, I only got into it because, like, seemingly... In the last year, the popularity of chess has fucking exploded. Like, uh, it's all over Twitch now. Like, this is constantly the front page is all fucking chess, 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 chess. Um, mm. uh, really? Uh, are you cutting off the word there? Because when I go to Twitch, the front page is chest, chest, chest. chest yeah, but chest. that's that's one of the, one of the reasons why <laughs> chess is so popular is because you have all these attractive women now who play chess, right. and they wear the push-up bras and. the no, what do you chess. think about that, Tim? What do you think about? I mean, okay, they're playing reasonable chess. I think it's great. Like, there's mm. a lot of chess purists who hate it. Mm. They're they're like uh, they don't like the kind of because there's this tour. Like in chess, 
there's these ancient tournaments that have been around since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Uh, very formal, p- people wear suits and all that. And now there's this new tournament called Pog Champs <laughs> that was just put together by a bunch of uh, Twitch streamers. And all the p- chess purists are like, oh, this won't do, this is not real chess. So there's like this divide in the chess community at the mm-hmm. moment. And I think the Twitch lads are fantastic. Fuck the traditional suit-wearing cunts. It's, it's interesting, they're still playing like chess. Money. Yeah, yeah. They're still playing chess with the same rules. Yeah. It's not like chess lights yeah. where the queen can move wherever she wants or something like that. No, no, it's real chess. Yeah. But there's these old farts, not even old farts, like uh, like Ma- Magnus Carlsen, he'd be the, the number one. He's the Norwegian kid who's like right. number... I even think, I know his name. Yeah, okay. he's he's a, even he's like no, this is not real chess, you know. It's because he hasn't got tits. True. If he had tits, True. he'd be like, I mean, sell it, sell it, honey, yeah. go uh-huh. for it. Again, like, I'm all for it. Yeah. Fucking go for it. Make money. Get paid, Lewis. Get paid. Get that's, that. Get that Skrilla, as the kids say. <laughs> as I mean, that's a good one because as long as you can then, like, any time. One uses their looks to get noticed. That's fine. Sure, I, no problems with that. But then as a career choice, you have to be wary that how's that going to go for you in the long term? Now, in the case of chess, probably maybe you're getting really good at chess. You spend 10 years on Twitch, streaming, getting your tits out, playing a great game of chess. But in the end of the 10 years, at least you can play a good game of chess Yeah, still. Yeah, I'm down for it. Like, cool. But it's it's also great because like these big old tournaments that are there, like the top, like the winning player gets like 10, 20 grand or something like that. Mm. You know, whereas these women on chess are making probably twenty grand right. a day with <laughs> donations and the donations, streaming yeah. and yeah. Huh. It's very interesting that now Twitch is like more <laughs> just people talking, just yeah, just chatting is the the right. the, the biggest. Um, category yeah. which it's usually an attractive woman yeah. just chatting yeah. to a bunch of horny dudes yeah that's kind of what it is you only got you only got i could make it on twitch just chatting how are the boys with your sparkling conversation just, oh, whoa yeah. oh there we go i gotta stop knocking over the table just rubbing butter with this sparkling butter conversation do we think we can get thousands of listeners on twitch i'm not uh, sure like that uh, if we actually showed faces need to, get that a, would be. need to get a woman on there mm. yeah, that's it all, all yeah, woo women, woo! We're all for women here. Tim Reedy, number one supporter of equal <laughs> rights. Absolutely. <in> yeah. <laughs> so there you go, busting out the uh, Estonian Tim. Uh, what I wanted to to get to actually. Let's get to the notes, Lewis. We can get to the notes. I've always got notes. Reference the notes. Reference the notes. Uh, I want to know your thoughts because we had uh, uh, a day in Estonia recently, and it was the. Uh, uh, Emakel Payav, uh-huh. Mother is, Tongue, Mother Language Day, oh, okay. Emakel Payav, uh, the Mother it, Tongue Day. Which is it a day to celebrate the, the Estonian language? The Estonian language, which the whole concept of a day where we're just focused on the syntax and grammar of the language mm-hmm. is amazing to me. Again, yeah. from English, we don't give a fuck. There's no English. Well, Lewis, you got you got to remember that like English just developed over time. Mm-hmm. Whereas a language like Estonian, like some guy just sat down and standardized <laughs> it one day. You know true, what I mean? True, true, true. I mean, I, it wasn't quite like that, but okay. That there was, I think it was. I think some guy just sat down and standardized Estonian like in the 
1700s or some shit like that. Okay, maybe someone can write in the comments or something. Yeah. Okay, so no right. watching this. <laughs> Nevertheless, no one's watching. That's right. Please, right. Sorry, because my tits are not out. That yeah. we don't have any views. Do you want me to get my tits? Out? <laughs> uh, okay, it's the mother language day. It's the MKL Paev, mm-hmm. and to celebrate. To okay, so we appreciate it's a small language that we need to preserve. This mm-hmm. uh, that part of the tradition for the last 13 years of the mother language day is that on Vicar Radio, which is a part of ERR, the national Mm -hmm. broadcaster, they have a national Estonian language dictation test. Hmm. And part of the celebrations of this day is that you can, and what they do is at like 10 a.m. at Vicar Radio, whatever it was, the 15th, so maybe it was yesterday actually, uh, they... Base, I think they like read out this text that's been designed. Like they got a poet or some famous person, whatever writer. And you have to like, I forget if it's like write it out or fix the grammar mistakes or answer. Actually, I should have looked into this further exactly what this is. There's a, on, there's a, they do a dictation test. And then you could go to the website and submit your results. And we're all sitting around jerking each other off about the greatness of the Estonian language. And that's- Do you have a problem with like, you sound very bitter towards this whole, (laughs) this whole concept, this whole process. It's interesting because I cannot imagine anything happening in English. Like imagine like, hey Tim, hey, you know the English language. So on the radio today, they're gonna broadcast a bit of a, bit of a dictation, bit of a thing, bit of a paragraph, some poetry maybe, some sort (laughs) of literature. And uh, you're just gonna answer some questions. And uh, then submit them to the radio station. That's a big thing that we should all get into. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, "Am I back in school? Yeah. Is yeah. this high school dictation in English class?" Yeah. And you'd be like, "I got. I I stopped being interested in that the moment I finished my English exam in year 12." Yet, across Estonia, thousands upon thousands of interested people willingly and happily will do this dictation test just to for the fun of the Estonian yeah. language. That's the bit I find interesting. But I mean, English is a fuck, it's a dumb language, Lewis. It's such, it's such a, like a, it's just a dumb language. I mean, it's it's a very complex language with all kinds of whatever. Yeah. But it's just, when you boil it down, it's a fucking dumb language. Estonian is, uh, it's just a deeply complex language. Like I can't even, even if I pulled a Stuart Johnson and learned the language so that I could actually have a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't know Fuck all, fuck all about the language, you know. Mm. It's uh, so they kind of need to do this every year, probably to to just retain. I get you. Yeah, you it know, certainly means something. something. And hats off to, to hats off to English ERR. Um, first of all, if you're an Estonian person listening to the podcast, I highly recommend that you get your news from English ERR. Right? Don't they just auto translate uh, Estonian? Not quite. There is someone. There are some number of people yeah. in the office or something. But because what it is, right? If you view regular ERR or heaven forbid. Delphi or some other media portal, yeah. you get all the bullshit, right? You used to get all the Donald Trump shit. You get what the fuck Birgit Susanna had for breakfast. Your te- what did Ukusuvista do yesterday? You're seeing all of that bullshit if you read regular Estonian media. Very yeah. good stuff in the middle there, but also a whole host of bullshit. But go to the English language version of ERR. Now this might be regular shit for you, Tim, because that's you know, what you might be looking at. 
Estonian people. There's no bullshit. There's no yellow pages stuff. No mention of Ukul Sylvester in there. Nothing about BSH's fucking cleavage, all right? It's just straight up like average of three to five articles per day, what happened in the country. I submit to you, Tim, that's all you need to know. We don't need news. We don't need this much news. Like, fucking, what's the update? What's the, what did, okay, it was a little bit different when Trump was, what did Trump tweet the last 20 minutes? What did, how's Kaya Kalas's corona going? We don't need, you just need an update like every day. Yeah, but you're looking, One at, a day. You're looking at that from your consumer perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies like Delphi and Aust, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm li- living here for seven years. I haven't <laughs> fucking clue about anything. But all these media companies, uh, they're making money off it. So sure, but it's bullshit. Yeah, but so, they're making money. So right. You know. So my advice to Estonian people is don't follow that bullshit. Right. There's actually a way that you like in in this entire great nation of Estonia, with our vast population of 1.3 million, only five interesting things happen every day. There's not that much shit that happens every day. You don't need updates every 20 minutes. I actually thought about like, cause the, I, I get the Pohya Tallinn uh, newspaper, oh, the free really? shit okay. that gets yeah. stuffed in the mailbox yeah. that no one reads. Like the shit that I see out my window mm. in <laughs> North Tallinn, I should start my own fucking news page. Yesterday, for example, right? Yes, please. Uh, some guy, I think this is what happened. He mm. just, he parked his car like h- halfway across the road. Mm-hmm. And just got out and because uh, he was high on heroin, I think, and started <laughs> hugging this woman. This happened right outside my apartment. Which, like the the main road, that Sole Street. No, no, era? no. The, the, the Manufacturi. Oh, okay, the little road. one that comes around. He so just the left main, it man. in the middle of, of the road. Hug, I saw him hugging this woman, and then he ran away and he left his car there. I had to go around him, and then I, because I was going to the shop, and like an hour later, the car was just still there. So many questions. Now, first of all, did the woman come from the car or she was just I don't random? know, I just, I just turned down the street and saw this like, this crazy guy hugging this woman, jumping up and down. Okay. And, and he, he ran runs off. off. Ran away. And what did she do at that stage? Do you remember like? She was just like, ah. So she seemed to be like an incidental extra. She was a victim. She was a victim. victim. Okay, yeah. victim. Fine, if we're gonna use our and, uh, politically correct speech. I mean, the car is not there today. So I assume either he came back and drove away That's or the police great. came. Two days before that, mm-hmm. I drive to the the Selver on uh, on Sola, and uh, there's these two like f- guys in their fifties, and they're just like ugh, like high as fuck on probably fentanyl or something, <laughs> and one guy's like ah, and the other guy's like ah, yelling at him, and it's like this Shakespearean fucking tragedy happening on my street. Wow. Every day there's a new thing, so I oh. thought like I should just fucking document this shit and make a website. You know? That's the real North talent is fucking chaos. Maybe that's the part because what why I think ERR is new English news is interesting and relevant for Estonians because first of all you cut all the yellow pages bullshit, uh, you cut all the celebrity gossip. I don't give a shit what Udo Sepp is doing. Right, women um, love that shit though. Sorry, they love like gossip right right but if you don't want any of that shit but the other thing is that they do have a bias and the bias is like anti-ecra like but so does like most estonian media in english when i mean this is more important when ecra was in power they would definitely downplay the whole ecra thing 
Martin Helmer says some fucking crazy shit as was the game plan for Ekra on any given day. And there would be pages written in Postimus or Delphi or whatever the fuck. And it would be like two sentences at the end of the article in English, like buried right down the bottom. They were very clearly trying to protect our beautiful image of yeah. nice Nordic. But isn't, isn't that media in general though? Like the, the, the media is very, uh, at the moment at least, very anti-conservative pro. Uh, now it's cool know. to do that again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now yeah. it's that we're getting somewhere. Trump was almost But to be there, fair, like Ekra, my God, like have you ever heard, who's the, uh, there's a young guy. He's he, he's in the European Parliament in in Accra. Is it? it oh, was that the dude who was selling phones on the Tallink ship? Uh, might be. He's the Yak Madisor. Yeah, Yak Yak Madisor. Have yeah, you ever yeah. heard him speak in English? No, I haven't. It sounds no. like Kermit the Frog. Like, <laughs> really? They just have a like. I've never like. There's very few Accra members. No offense to the, all the Accra people watching this now, but you're a bunch of melts. Just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> You know, like like Ruben Kalep, for example. Oh yeah, with that he's mustache. Oh my god. Odd. And they're they're always so forward with their like, yes, we are against immigration because these black people. And it's fucking. <laughs> just have a fucking tato and relax. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're just odd people. You know, like if they want conservatism, uh, conservatism to spread and and mm. and take root in Estonia, they'd want to like get some normal people in the party. But I guess know? they are appealing like. How they appear in English, maybe not how they appear in Estonian. Oh, so. Jak Madison, you have to listen. He, he gave a speech in the European Parliament, and I was like, buddy, they hire uh, translators to so you can speak Estonian. <laughs> Stick to the Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. No offense, uh, Jak Madison. No I'd have a pint with you. I'd have a pint with you. No we'll, offense to Kermit the Frog. <laughs> we'll, so, we'll sort out this immigration issue, you and me, buddy. Be grand. <laughs> So English ERR, right? It's the place to go. If you don't want all of the bullshit of the sort of shitty status updates, you don't want Delphi binging your phone all the time, bing, something else. I like it, right? So, I suppose because they have a small staff, right? They just have right, to exactly. focus, focus due to their, on the, I don't think it's some deliberate thing by them. Yeah. I just think due to their limitations and I guess getting back to the Emma Kelpai of thing right like first of all congratulations to the staff of english err because there was a whole i mean they had a series of articles about uh emma kale payoff mm -hmm. none of them mentioned stuart johnson so excellent work by the team there of talking finding another estonian who uh speaks another foreigner who speaks yeah. estonian and not mentioning stuart johnson good work on that one there's apparently some one or two others that that do it yeah yeah <laughs> why why haven't you learned estonian yet lewis why haven't you well, learned Estonian? I'm, I speak fluent Estonian. Turn it around. Tere, min I can't. I was trying to figure out I'm Irish. How do you say that in Estonian? Oh, you are from Ireland, not that you are Irish. Yeah, from Ireland, yeah. I don't even know how to say Irish. This uh, Emma Kelpayov, they had, for this Vika Radio competition, they had different categories. It was a competition. It was a competition. Oh, right. right, I, thought, right. I thought it was just randomly yeah, yeah, no, you complete do this quiz. I think, I think from what I was reading that they do kind of, it's like, it's not like there's a, 
a number or something. They mm. just kind of score you in mm. some sort of arbitrary high school style system. But there are different categories. So the categories were uh, uh, Estonians abroad. Okay, so if you're a bit simple and you grew up in Canada or something, Vaga here, we can speak to you. Okay. Students in Estonia. I didn't understand what, like, Estonian students or something. That was another category. Philologists, philologists. I guess they're like language people. Is that a philologist? Vexillologist? Philologists. Philologists. Is that like a language person? I assume it would be like philologists. Philologists. Like, I I thought that was like students of language or something. I think vexillology is Mm, the. I don't know what I'm talking about. So there was Estonians abroad, students in Estonia, philologists, hard of hearing. So this is like the Special Olympics for Estonian comprehension. So they've got one, because not only did they offer it uh, on the radio with the the list talking version, Mm -hmm. there was a a sign talk, I think there was a signing version or there was one where the lip reading one or something, something for the hard of hearing. So the the hard of hearing get their own category. Uh, Very good. There is general adults. I guess that's your open category so you know your regular person and but best entry from a non-native estonian speaker ah basically who wins best foreigner of the year award yeah yeah now actually i didn't follow this up to see who won this i really should have done that before this probably probably some asian guy in tartu oh my phone is is saburi ken the saburi ken he's i he i as far as i know he speaks very well estonian maybe it's saburi ken one this year i don't know do you oh my phone's doing the 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 recording of this but i want to know which my phone what do you want what do you want want to look up here who won Oh, I don't even know how to look at this. Is it MKL? Okay. Don't look okay. at my, my uh, I look at the history. So there's the... Anime, anime figurine. Well, first of all, we'll go to News English ERR. News.ERR. And uh, while he's I doing c- that, I have to point out that this podcast is brought to you by Alexander. They <laughs> uh, don't Piss. I want to know who was Foreigner of the Year because that's pretty much it, right? Like, does Stuart Johnson win it for the twelfth year in a row or whatever it is? Uh, no, because they 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 also highlighted Adel, Alan uh, Adam Cullen, who's another foreigner who's been here that's as long. The as second Stuart. time you've mentioned Stuart Johnson, you got him on the brain, Lewis. It is. Well, I don't know any other foreigners who speak Estonian. Do I? Mm. O- Oleg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I my theory my theory is that Oleg is an alien. Like he, he just has to be an alien. Uh, okay, maybe uh, Vika Radio. Wait, Vika Radio. Okay, now it's all going to be in Estonian, so I don't understand it. Shit. Results of e prediction. Fifteenth of March, ten twenty-five. There's a picture of Jan Uspuld. Okay. Results. Wait, how do I click? Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, shit. And why has it translated it to English? Do you have some shit? Yeah, it, I, everything auto-translates on my phone. I was I was about to be like, God, just auto-trans. But your phone does my this. My phone does that, yeah. Holy shit, because I'm going, I've got Tim's phone and I'm going through the results. <laughs> yeah. And it shows in English like, upilana. And I'm like that. And it just switches to, to students. English, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. What has just happened now? But you're like, fuck! I I'm can like, read Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or I'm like, does it know? Do yeah. they know? So 
Uh, okay, so here we go. The results from 2001, 2020. Uh, Lisa Andra Lohu, she was the overall winner in the cat in the adult What's category. What's her name? Lisa what? Lisa Andra. Lisa, of course, with two eyes. Lisa. Lisa Andra. Congratulations, Lisa. Uh, in the student category, we had Ingrid Alla from uh, Hugo Trefna, uh, school. So, okay, we'll leave you for the Nomakaliu coach. Uh, in the philologist- For you. Is the Kais Alekivi, sorry, Metzo one. I guess that was like the language specialists category. Uh, Estonians abroad, uh, Medica Sarman. Okay, very good, Medica. We don't know where you're from, but we could find that out. Hearing impaired, uh, Olav Cruz, very good. Uh, there was a smart device special award. How do I turn this back to Estonian? But I don't know actually. <laughs> where's the foreigner category? There's Estonians abroad. Maybe I misunderstood that because I thought it was like best entry from non-native Estonian. And I was just hoping to find like foreigner of the year, but it's not, it's Estonians abroad. Oh no, we've got a Sandra Nakur with another mother tongue. That would be it. Sandra Nakur won this, but where does Sandra Nakur sounds a little Estonian. Where do you come H from? How do you spell that? N-A-H-K-U-R. Nakur, yeah, that's definitely Estonian. Yeah. Right. So, but that's, oh, maybe she was a Valist Estlana. What does that mean? Like the foreign Estonian, like that, you know what I mean? Like she grew up in America yeah, or yeah. Canada oh, okay. it might be or that, something. Yeah. So her mother, the technicality, see, here's the thing. I've interpreted this as foreigner of the year. Where actually it's if your mother tongue is not Estonian. So you could be some Valis Estlana ah, growing up in Canada with okay. the mom and dad or yeah. the grandmother or whatever. So you mean to say there's no category for us? It should be. No, it's done. Uh, Lewis, you're, you're, all, you're always foreigner of the year in my world. Anyway, so. <laughs> Oh, we've got another beer here. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so it's a Valis. So again, it's it's a looks like it looks like I didn't really look further into this. So I'm sorry to Sandra if you're listening. I apologize. But it looks like it looks like a Valis Tesla. It looks like a foreign Estonian. Yeah. Rather than I was like, is it going to be Saburi Ken? Is it going to be Tim Reedy? Who are they going to pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm acing all the uh, the Estonian language fucking lessons at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I'm fascinated by this language test thing. Um, and, and not only that, okay, the next line I got from this, but there's the Estonian Language Institute. And while the test was going on, on Vicarario, they had a hotline set up that you could call with your Estonian language questions. So imagine that, Tim. In Ireland, there's yeah. a the National Day of English-speaking people, which already I imagine, and we have our get, own language, get, gets your blood to boil already, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know whether Irish. You know, it's National English-speaking Day, so this has already made you Irish people yeah. very happy. Yeah. And then not only do you have to do a test from the radio, but if you had a question about the English language, you could call up the English language board in Ireland, and they would answer your English. Grammatical but I mean, questions. that just goes to show like uh, Estonian, it's, it's just complex and it has many layers mm. and English is just fucking dumb. It's just bullshit it's language. It's a dumb language. 
Yet it's the lingua franca of the world, you know? It's right. It's not. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and to keep going with the mystery of mm -hmm. the, the deep research that I did for this podcast, there's the Estonian Language Institute and the government recently, I think the even the, I think Yuri's one, not even Kaya. She's been too busy getting the corona and stuff, right? But then they made the Estonian Language Board. There's a, the Estonian Language Institute and then these Estonian language bore. This is how serious they take it. Mm. So the Institute, as much as I've understood, was there to do the research. They were like, oh, we're preserving the language. We are the ones, I think they're the ones that do the dictionary. Like what you said, remember you were saying earlier, like 20 minutes ago, that like Estonian language was invented by some dude in a field. Standardized. By, to by standardized. Yeah. And some dude in a field 200 years ago. I never said nothing about no field. <laughs> the slave, the German slave <laughs> owner yeah. made him free. And he was like, what's the first thing I'm going to do? I'm going to write all the rules down or something, yeah. right? Yeah. That's He did it in a, under a tree in Viljandi or something, yeah. I presume. Yeah. Right. That's what the Institute does. They set the rules when there's new words every year. They're all like, yo, here are the new words. Here's a ruling on how to do this. But now the government created the Estonian language board. And the board is the secret police of the Estonian the language. Gestapo. They are the Gestapo <laughs> Of Estikeles, yeah. right? They are the ones who they're involved with policy. They're involved with enforcement. They're the ones that you keep reading these articles about fucking Tönis Lucas is all like, well, every time I get a hamburger, I can't speak Estonian or some shit. And they're like, we're gonna, oh, the English is taking over the service sector and we're gonna change everything. Yeah. And they're the ones like doing implementation. Like that's how serious Estonian takes it. There's a research institute and a policy, and they're both funded by the government. And you think this is ridiculous or silly or something? Or, well, what's what, like? What's your your perspective on this? Because I think uh -huh. I think it is important to you know to have all of this bu bureaucracy around the language, right? Because I'm from a country where our language got fucking raped and pushed to the-, hmm. the, the That's an interesting one. I, I don't present this as bullshit. I just present this as very interesting yeah. for me. Now you've got a new, cause I'm okay, 100% uh, English speaking. There's no other, it's not like, oh, Aboriginal dialect is something that we should have preserved in Australia. There's nothing like that in yeah. that way. So it's just English, English, English. It's on the menu at McDonald's. It's yeah. on everything. There's no need, there's no, Growing up, I could never imagine the need for a language institute. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? And then in Estonia, we need that, right? Yeah. It's just interesting for me. I'm not trying to say it's bullshit. Because like, for, from my perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everyone always uh, like blames the English for, <laughs> for, for, for the death of, of Irish culture and language and all that stuff. Mm. But really, we did it to ourselves, you know what I mean? Like we we've been an independent country since the the nineteen twenties, nineteen forties, twenties. Depends on, on who, you, who you talk to. Like every bad thing that's been done to the Irish language, which is a language, by the way, L Estonians don't even know Ireland exists. So mm. <laughs> never mind, we have our own language. Everything bad that's happened since then, it's our fault. I grew up hating my own language because hmm. it was taught very badly. It was forced on kids. 
uh, the way it was taught was just draconian and hasn't changed in mm. in probably 50 years. And uh, so the language has been slowly pushed more and more into these tiny little communities on the west coast of Ireland. Mm. And we did it to ourselves. So to me, it's, it's, it sounds, it's fucking beautiful that they do this, mm. that they, every year that they... That they they love and want to preserve their language so much mm. that the government are going to create the fucking Estonian language board, and they're mm. going to sit in a committee and decide right, we need to invent a new word for this, or we need to, to to figure this out and do this. Like that to me is like, oh yeah, fucking do it, Estonia, do it, keep it, because uh, I did read an article once yeah. about some Ekra guy uh, complaining uh, about how English is now leaching into Estonian society so much that. There's so many loan words now from English and Estonian that it's corrupting the Estonian language. And uh, as an Irishman, I'm like, fucking yeah, fucking put your foot down and protect your language. You know, that's why I love Sander so much because he, mm. uh, Sander Oigas, he, he, he uh, apparently, because I don't know, but I've heard that he uses a lot of archaic Estonian mm. concepts uh, within the language in his stand-up. And I think it's fucking beautiful and fantastic. And keep it up. That would be interesting for me. I, I understand that as well. And, like, how would that be in English? Like, does Tim Reedy come to the stage and be like, oh, hello, dear Good afternoon. I'm using archaic versions of the English yeah. language. But there are archaic, like, yes. Uh, but how would that be? You know what I mean? If you tried to, that concept sounds beautiful when talking about the Estonian language, but it sounds fucking ridiculous when talking English. about the English language, yeah. that yeah. a stand-up comedian would be uh, relevant and would be a cultural icon for using old English in yeah. their set, right? Mm. That sounds like what you you speak like you're in the some Netflix soap opera yeah. from the 1700s. Yeah. Like, but if it happens in Estonian, that's oh, that's cultural and that's relevant yeah. and that's yeah. very interesting. Um, wait, so we're going back. So the. Irish language. Okay, I like it, right? I'm the I am the poor dumb one here, right? I'm the dumb only English, yeah. no other. So I've got that angle. Because right. I'm ashamed. Mm. Like I'm ashamed of my of my of I feel my, like you've got a lot country. of shame in your life. But let's just well, go. Well, the Irish people are thing, full yeah. of shame. Just full of shame. <laughs> Even if we didn't do anything wrong, we're just like, "Oh, fuck." Shame. Okay, so let's go back to the 1920s in Ireland, right? Yeah. How this got here. Mm -hmm. So you said you've been an independent country since, since the 1922 yeah oh, okay now before well, that what was that before that you some english you got some english or something well the english ireland the island of ireland was part of the united kingdom for like 900 years mm -hmm. um we had a failed uprising in 1916 bunch of lads bunch of legends fucking uh, took over the the general post office in dublin and a bunch of other places and they got bombed out by the english and uh, their their insurrection failed mm. And in 1922, we got Home Rule, which is uh, basically like for for Ireland being sound in World War One, we got to make our own decisions as, as a country. It wasn't full independence. And then I think somewhere in the 40s, we finally got independence, but Northern Ireland stayed in the, in, in the UK. Mm. And uh, we beat the shit out of each other for the next 40 years. Mm. We bombed the North and... Lots of people died, and now we're just uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sunday, That's bloody Sunday, boy. Right. That's it. <laughs> so by okay, so by the time Ireland becomes an independent nation, 
uh, English, unfortunately. Te- technically, by the way, this is a very interesting fact. Oh, yeah. On all our war memorials and monuments, um, we'll put like uh, Ireland 1916 to 2XXX because officially we're not an in- independent country yet until the North and the South oh. like come back together. Where are you going? I'm still in the time. <laughs> no. so, 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 so technically we're oh, not. Right. You start talking about Northern Ireland, I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay, there you offend so my like, uh, sensibilities. There was a, an old freedom fighter, his name was Dan Keating. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived, uh, my friend James in Ireland actually used to drive him to town every now and then. Um, when he turned 100, he, uh, when he turned 100 in Ireland, the president gives you a check for like either 100 euro or 1,000 euro or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he refused it. He refused to accept it because the old freedom fighters and the old fuck, uh, Irish Republicans do not recognize the current government as this, the, the huh. head, head of state. They want a completely independent Ireland. Yeah, at the, like, because see, Ireland had a civil war in the 20s hmm. because uh, Michael Collins and uh, a bunch of lads who fought in the, in the War of Independence, they, t- they accepted this agreement with the English government to say, Right, we're going to be the Irish Free State, but we're still going to, you know, pledge loyalty to the to the king and all this shit. And then the the civil war happened because a bunch of us boys down in the south said, "Fuck you, we're not paying no allegiance to no king." So we had a civil war. We fought each other, and then after that, we became independent. So. Is that like it, it sounds like a war or whatever a, a way of looking at it that is kind of pragmatic versus idealistic. That the first blokes, according to what you just told me, were all like, look, I talked to those English, the English yeah. king guy, right? Like, They're gonna give us- gonna He's gonna leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. If we just be some, if we just do some lip service, mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 whatever, who gives a fuck? Yeah. They'll leave us alone. That's a great thing. We want them to leave us alone. That's. But then, you know, you've got your boys down south. Down like, the fucking south, hey. We don't care, That's all right. It. You know, both, I can, I can see something to the pragmatism as well. Just like, but I get it, right? I mean, yeah. I've got Queen it, Elizabeth on my money. So I'm not, like, you know, Australian. No, no one gives a shit anymore in Ireland because mm. we've moved on. We're part of the EU, you know, hey, the English, hey, great bunch of lads. But I still very much feel I'm very anti, anti, anti-Irish government, uh, mm. anti-government in general. And I, I still fucking hate the, I hate the fucking queen. She's a fucking cunt. <laughs> the royal family are cunts, a lot of them, because they represent this this entity that raped my country for hundreds of years. And now mm. the, the new generations of young Irish people just don't care. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They just want their fucking Xboxes and their <laughs> Marks and Spencers and their, you know. With their Xboxes. Um, I think that- so, but, but this is why mm. I, I have so much appreciation for Estonians holding on to their language. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Estonians and Irish people have this shared kind of rape you know, <laughs> in Estonia, Jesus. it was it was the Danes, then the Swedes, then the mm. Germans, then the then the Russians. In Ireland, it was the English. So we have this kind of mm. this shared need to protect our culture. But Irish people don't give a shit. So that's why our uh, nation is dying because we're doing it to ourselves. Ooh, that's know? very like that's some deep cycle. I mean, we know Estonian people can be a little bit you know self disliking or and Algaia they. But Jesus, that was uh... because Irish people just want money. We just want the money. 
You know, the Irish government would have, like, usually the rule of thumb is whatever happens in America, the UK copies, whatever ha whatever happens in the UK, the, uh, the Irish copy, mm. you know? So, you know, as long as the, the government are getting money and, you know, as long as- So what about back in the, whenever you guys became uh, independent, not independent or whatever, right? Same, same, but different. Ah, That's fucking word. Something, yeah, something, yeah. all right? Back in yeah. the whatever, 20s, 20s or 40s yeah, or yeah. whatever, as we said. By that stage, English, the English language was already so yep. embedded mm -hmm. in Ireland yep. that it was difficult to, you know, it was nigh on impossible to let the no. true English language, no, because the, the Irish language come Because out. the Welsh, uh, there's a massive revival of the Welsh language at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, like they're, oh, like it's, it's been spoken at home more now than it was 50 years ago. Hmm. They figured out some way. I assume it's the school system. They they made it okay. pleasant to learn. Right. So back in the the forties or whatever, there was like, okay, back then, mm -hmm. would let's say you were this revolutionary. Your boys down in the south who Me? were ready. I did it. You Tim, you Tim <laughs> Rini were hiding in some foxhole, ready to Doing take a this. slice at some English cunt who's yeah. trying to take your land. Now, as you go to your fellow Irish brethren and brothers and say, brothers, let's attack those English sons of bitches yeah. in Dublin right now. Would you have been saying that in Irish language or English language to them? Well, in the, in this, in the Southwest, because uh, see, it's, it's, it's different for, for me, Lewis, because I'm, I'm from Kerry, right? Now, County Kerry, little county in, in the southwest of Ireland. In the southwest. Okay. It's, it's where I think we have the second most Irish language speakers in the, in the mm -hmm. country. So people from West Cork, which is on the way, it's all West Coast. We retained the language more than everybody else. Hmm. So in the War of Independence, the language survived because the fucking English soldiers didn't have a clue what Irish people were saying or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was used as a, mm -hmm. a method of communication. So yeah, if I was in the whatever the, what were they called? The, the flying columns that used to attack the British okay. uh, soldiers. Sort of guerrilla in, sort of force. No, just like 14 guys in a field right. with guns and bombs. They would have uh, spoke Irish to each other. Yeah. Okay. So, but that wasn't enough with the majority of Ireland still speaking enough of English. By that stage, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. look, yeah, most of you were talking uh, English. And now it's, it's it, like, I reckon in a hundred years, Irish will be looked at in the same way as uh, like fucking Esperanto or something. It's hmm. going to just be a weird language that only enthusiasts will speak it. Hmm. It will not be spoken in the home anymore. And that'll be it. That'll be the death of the language. It seems impossible to, that if there was a country, let's say like Ireland, and it was sort of, you know, I don't know, 50-50 or on the border back in the 40s or something. Hey, it's our new country. A lot of us are speaking English, but there's still a fair bit of this Irish going around. Like it just, it seems like impossible to extract the English language out. Like that's gonna be dominant. Yeah, no, it's it's impossible. Like the, the, the death of the Irish language is inevitable unless the government fucking step in and just make it cool. Make it a cool thing to want mm. to speak your, your own language. Mm, you know? you're because, cool. Of yeah. course, because the, the, like the adults are not going going to So what are we going to make a TikTok channel or something? Going to make TikToks exactly. in Irish? Yeah. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I fucking hate TikTok. 
Shout out to fucking Caleb Bronick who who has a. Uh, oh, he's number one in Estonia. Uh, TikTok. He, he he made a TikTok video that got like six million views last week. Really? And it's just huh. no offense, Caleb. It's fucking shit. Bullshit. It's I mean, just Caleb's nonsense. bullshit to begin with. It's a so. video of a woman who washes a glass with loads of like fairy liquid, mm -hmm. and it's Caleb going. My dad is a six foot five marine. If he saw you using that much soap, he'd say your ass is grass and I'm the mower or some shit like that. And that's it. Fucking Who's six million is views. Is no offense, Caleb. Huh? Is his girlfriend? No, it's just, the... you know, because TikTok is just no so original. Like, I don't understand it. Like James Humphreys, Welsh comedian in Estonia, he put it best when he said, TikTok is the death of comedy. Uh. It's just the fucking death of comedy. Because all he did was he took somebody else's clip and mm. put a comment on it. And, and it was it. The, the number one video that day. And it was a shit video, Caleb, and I'm sorry. How would we No offense. <laughs> How would we feel if Caleb was an attractive woman and instead he just shown his cleavage and got six Well then he would have got like twenty million views or something. Because you know? I was gonna have I haven't had Caleb on this podcast and I was like, uh, do I do it but then I talk to Caleb? <laughs> he like, never shut know. he just won't shut up. He just keeps Dave Chappelle of Estonia. Dave Chappelle of Estonia. Because I said that once when I was drunk and high. <laughs> but, but, but no, you're, you're right. Like it, it'll take some TikTok thing to make the language cool again. Okay, I'm sure there is somebody like the someone mm. doing Irish language TikToks because uh, it's the kids that need to. It was revive hipster. the language. You know, it was hipster. If it was, I mean, I guess let's bring it back to Estonia. They're in the same way that. Uh, we could see young Estonian people doing things in Estonian, producing Estonian handicrafts, producing culture. Uh, you know, I got, I got oh, Estonians are adorable though. They they're very they're married to their culture in, the, in this country. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, Irish people. We just scream hmm. and shout about, "Hey, go to the pub at the weekend and and uh, fight!" And oh yeah, the fighting Irish and all this shit. Like we don't really only in in those communities on the west coast of Ireland do we hmm. still like deeply care about. Uh, about the culture. Like we, we have this thing every Christmas. It's called uh, the Wren. The Wren? The Wren. Every every year. It's the last, like, re like, it's the last of the old pagan nonsense that we still do. Where everybody gets shit-faced. Oh. I think it's the day after Christmas, St. Stephen's Day. And uh, everyone just walks from house to house on the west coast of Ireland. We mm. have a trailer that'll have a chicken or a goat in it. And everyone will go into every house and they play a song, and they they play the song the wren the wren the king of all birds yeah, da, 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 da. Mm. and then people will give them sh alcohol and it'll just be a big piss up where people march from house to house to house to house to house in their local communities. Wait, there's a trailer with a chicken and a goat. Yeah, so I've seen it happen. Like, like alive? Yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not like roasted. Not like oh, he's no, some no, no, roasted no. goat. But but or they'll chicken. carry these giant sticks with this representation of the wren. What's the, the wren? It's a bird. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll just sing sing songs and just be pagan fucking yeah. wild people. Godless you know? sons of yeah, bitches. That's yeah. what we named. And that's 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 it, you know, that's it. O other than that, it's just a bunch of Americans. Okay, so we show that yeah. stuff, you walk, you run around. This is a very a good conversation because it's fucking St. Patrick's Day when this is released, so, you know. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Your birthday. Your I had birthday, no idea. Yeah. So what are we going to do for St. Patrick's Day? Drunk. <laughs> it is funny every year, like oh. everyone's like, Oh Tim man, oh you're Irish. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's my fucking birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me, okay? To be fair, I used to go to America every year for St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Uh, before I moved here until 2013. I went like ten years in a row. 
and I would carry my passport around and show like doorman because there'd be lines around every pub in Chicago and New York uh, uh, that I'm not queuing up I just show my passport it's my fucking birthday on St. Patrick's Day I'm Irish let me in oh come in come, come in <laughs> It's Patrick's Day tomorrow. So, okay. So I see your closer connection to this, you know, kind of language thing. You've yeah. got this language has died out. Because like I said, I'm ashamed right. that I don't speak my own language. Hmm. Every Irish person should be ashamed. Ashamed. They, okay. And, and does this produce a general feeling of shame? No, because young Irish people Irish don't care. People? They don't give a shit. They mm. don't care anymore. So why are you so socially aware, Tim Reedy? Like because why? I'm from, because I'm from uh. God's country. I'm from County Kerry. Right. And in Kerry... <laughs> Kerry is just the greatest place on the face of the earth. Clearly. You know? Which, uh -huh. which it fucking hurts that I'm stuck in Estonia and I can't go back home. It really does. Like, it, it upsets me deeply that I can't go home. Mm -hmm. That I'm, Your I'm land. Just, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> because of Ryanair, mm. living in Estonia, fuck, I, could, I, I would just go home every three months. It's mm -hmm. like, all right, I'll fucking hop on the, the Monday Ryanair flight home mm -hmm. and just see my parents. And even then... When the the plane would fly into Kerry Airport, I would fucking cry. I would have tears in my eyes. Or if mm. I took the train from Dublin, as soon as you cross that sign that says "Welcome to Kerry," I would just tear up instantly. It's wow. it's God's country, Lewis. And I don't believe in God, but if there if there is a God, that's His country. Mm. You know? Sounds pretty. We gay, have the best milk. It's gay. It's gay as fuck. But I'm proud <laughs> of where I'm from, and and I do think that. Pride of place and pride, okay. prou being proud of where you're from mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's nationalism, right? Sure, but doesn't have to be bad. Nationalism. Uh, I'm a proud nationalist. It's not proud. The nation of, we, we call it the kingdom of Kerry. Kingdom, of, kingdom Kerry, of Kerry, okay. Yeah. Is there a king though? No, well, no. no. We well, have you a, all are in a We way. have a black knight though. The black knight of Kerry. Yeah. Is he a black person? He's not. Mm. He's an old man and he has no kids, so he's the last of his line. So. Oh, okay. But he's not blackface? He's not no, just walking no, around like Justin Trudeau? Knight. I don't know. In, in, in Ireland, we had we had the Green Knight, the Black Knight, the Red Knight. Yeah, okay. And the Black Knight's the last of the knights that are left. Oh, really? We've gone off on a crazy Some tangent. Indiana Jones shit. The last knights of the Templar or something. It's okay to be proud of your language, Estonia. Keep doing it yeah, every year. Fine, yeah, Emma Kale I'm usually the, the godless pagan fucking right wing on this and now you know you're presenting a nice I'm not right wing though I'm not right wing yeah I'm usually the one who's like English language the whole way and you know you present some nice in between I travelled home to vote for gay, gay marriage I travelled home to vote yes for abortion you know I fucking I feel it I, I do feel a connection to Australia in that way like how to say this without sounding stupid um, our I am not Aboriginal. I don't have what Aboriginal. I know, right? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, I I don't have any of that heritage. But parts and and while the white people came to Australia and you know did all sorts of bad things and repressed that culture, there is a certain still level of connection that I would say I don't pretend to, you know, be one of the indigenous people of Australia. I'm not trying to say that, but. Isn't it weird for you that because you're you're from like you're Hungarian basically Romanian or Romanian close sorry. enough all the fuck yeah it's all, like all the same, same. right yeah. like I am Irish Irish mm. Irish Irish right <laughs> since that's the it. four time yeah whereas you know you're 
Romanian great, great, great. a bit from that heritage. Probably some criminal. Australia, some criminal. Some yeah. criminal. Bit of something else. Then you go to Australia and you all mix a bit here. And then, right. So there's, there's no a, ancestral feelings of like, I'm Australian, but eh, not For really. Romania? Have you been there? Fuck no. Jesus. No. What a, I'll stay. Look, of all the East, we all know. I mean, We're we all know of the Eastern Bloc countries. Estonia was the best one. Right. Yeah, we all know that, right? Had the highest GDP, or if you could call it a GDP. Estonia was the Manhattan of the Soviet Union. Exactly. Uh, incidentally, which, which is um, why, funnily enough, uh, they're known as these stuck-up cons and all the other. Those <laughs> fucking Yugoslavians yeah. are like uh, fucking Estonians, right? Yeah. Those Lithuanians, fucking Estonians. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a question. I'm 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 doing research for another video, and there's a great. Um, Says Retro on YouTube. Says Retro, follow it. I know. If you can search, we're over an hour deep into the podcast, so you can search for my retro video games channel on YouTube. But it's so good. It's not. It's but it's terrible. Uh, it's, it's really <laughs> terrible. But um, okay, so it's a great kind of I don't want to say fable legend of the days of the Soviet Union that here in humble Estonia, not only were living standards probably better than the rest of the Soviet Union, we know that the GDP or whatever you want to call it for this you know, part was higher than the rest and so forth. And we know that it's the great thing is like, oh, Estonians were able to get Finnish television. And that was a big part of why Estonia was a bit different because they were really the only part of the Soviet Union that had access to the outside world. terrestrial free-to-air broadcasts from the uh, West. a Western the country, West, yeah. right? But as I dig through the technicals, like I mean down to the television standards, the tel like the standard, like the 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 frequencies and the the technical television standard that your Soviet Union television would have had compared to the TV standard they were broadcasting in Finland. I come to the conclusion it must have been in black and white. And I'm still waiting for, I haven't actually asked anyone, so this is not like a Probably was, thing, yeah. but I'm still waiting for someone to confirm this. I got a call from my friend Marco. He's in TV, he'll know the answer. But that when Estonians were watching Finnish TV, it was actually in black and white. Now, probably would have been that most of the broadcast might have been in black and white. I mean, you're in the Soviet Union. You're fucking happy to have a TV. You know, like, where's my 4K OLED, right? You're like, <laughs> I got a screen that's good enough. But looking as I've looked at the technical standards of the Soviet Union television and the technical standards of Finnish television, it probably would have come across in black and white. Oh, most definitely. The yeah. color wouldn't. The color signals would have been incompatible. So, do you think that standards. like Estonians who were, whatever, like hacking into the TV tower to see Finnish TV, uh -huh. did they go like shit? People in the West, they live in black and white. They're black and white. Because when yeah. I was when I was a kid, and I watched black and white television. Or like I found my dad's old tapes or whatever. My dad had these like, uh, you, you remember Porky's Revenge? Yeah, Porky's yeah, movies? yeah, yeah. He, I saw tits. <laughs> they were in black and white. Huh. And my stupid head said, oh, people in like the 40s and 50s, everything was black and white. Mm. I actually thought the world was in black and white. Yeah, and then suddenly it switched over. And That's then it why. just became color. That's how stupid I was as, as, as a child. A, as no, a no wonder the Irish language is dying. Fucking idiots like me. <laughs> Uh, side note, 
originally we had black and white television, let's say in the West, right? Black yeah. and white television was invented first. I think we can all appreciate that. Uh, when they worked out they could do color, they were like, oh shit, we've done enough research. We know how to do color now. They actually had a choice and they were like, what they, the reason we got some of these TV standards and the reason that I know about this color thing between countries is because what they did is they, when they went from black and white to color, they didn't like throw out the whole thing because that would have made every black and white set not work. So basically what a color broadcast is up until we got digital was black and white with color put on the top. And so it would still be compatible with an old black and white set. Yeah. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but this is the sort of shit that I research and the sort of shit you can watch on Zez Retro. Yeah. This is what I talk about. I, I do I'm find that whole uh, like Estonia having like be, being able to see Western television, like being the only country that mm. that, that could see West. I, I, the whole thing is just- And Finland, as a, much as I've understood, basically f turned fin up the knob. Finnish TV is fucking shit. Right, they turned up the you power. You got a fucking job on a Finnish TV I know, TV anyone show. can get about. They just turned up the power of the transmitters. Just yeah. like, they're like, what, what, what? We're not doing nothing. Just yeah. turned up a little bit to make sure those Estonians in Thailand yeah. can, can get a bit of that, but uh, I still have some questions about how many people had TVs, let's say 85 to 90, the last five to six years of the Soviet Union, how many people would have had TVs? Like- It probably, it was, it was probably place. like in Ireland in the in the thirties, my father would tell me stories of like, one house in the village would have a TV. Sure. And they'd have everyone come over. Hey to watch the television. You just compared Ireland in the 30s to Estonia in the 1990s. Yeah, pretty much. That, I mean, Estonia, <laughs> well, not now because Estonia is this fucking great e-country, but it kind of lags behind the world by like 20 years. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it does, I mean. Well, maybe just for me, because I drive around, I fucking love Retro FM. Oh. Retro FM. I love it because they play all these old 60s and 70s songs oh. that Estonian bands oh, yeah. translated into Estonian. And I'm just like, fucking, yeah. I, like I'm in like a brand new RAV4 driving around, but I, I feel like I'm in a Jaguli or, <laughs> or a Lada driving right, around. It's a talent. song that you know, yeah. and it's a, a famous Western song, but someone in the 90s, fucking whoever it was them took it changed the words and then just did yeah. it themselves and that's so normal like i've had so many estonian people tell me they're like they're freaked out when they hear the original western version because they think that the an estonian right. person wrote it yeah yeah, yeah. they they're think like, oh, it'll be i have a tiger song. or something yeah, or yeah. some shit and they're like no no that's estonian song we're like no no no, no. yeah they would, I, I heard uh, uh, back in december i was driving around and i heard a an estonian version of last christmas <laughs> and it was just fantastic. Just some old bloke singing Last Christmas in Estonian. Yeah. I think that those Estonian songs that, like the, the Western songs, first of all, they're, sorry? I'm just gonna grab another beer. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee. Okay, I'm gonna stop here. We're gonna have a little pee break. I'll cut this out because I can start again about my thoughts about. Well, well, well. It's my podcast now. When I was a young lad, about four or five, I was an altar boy. I got fucked by a priest. Now, butter me this. <laughs> butter me this. 
How could God let that happen to a young boy like me? Butter me this. Butter me that. I've got five pygmy boys in my house who butter my belly. Every morning, I wake up and I have my belly buttered by these boys. And I reward them. Every pygmy boy who does a good enough job buttering my belly. That's a shame for poor. Edit that out, Lewis. Every little boy that does a good job buttering my belly gets the privilege of eating my asshole. Oh, he's, he's back. That's a, that's a shameful poor. Edit, edit the, that poor out. Edit the poor out. Mental, edit that poor. It's too much head. Nose. Too much head. Okay. Estonian songs that are taken from famous Western songs, yeah. right? And they believe it. They're their songs. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it when they're like, what? This is not. But okay. Now they can have a whole bunch of these songs. You hear it on Retro FM, you're driving around. It is broadcast within the Republic of Estonia. Foreigners don't have to know too much. It's another one of these things that I feel like kind of hidden from foreigners, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's one example that they couldn't hide. Tanalpada, Welcome to Estonia. That is an old James Brown song. That yeah, is living in America. In America. Yeah, Welcome living. Living in and, and America. Didn't he get like a million euro to write that? I I heard that like uh, the well the well the entire Welcome to Estonia campaign or yeah. whatever cost like a million euro. Huh. I didn't know that. Well, I don't know the connection. Do you know the connection between the what came first? Did he make the song and then EAS just decided we're going to use that for the Welcome to Estonia campaign? Or I think like the whole thing was just funded to Estonia needs <clears throat> a thing because. The first time I, I ever heard that song, I mm. was in uh, this overpriced fucking pub in the in Tallinn Old Town called uh, Beer House or Brew House or something. And uh, they had these people dressed up. I gave you COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Lewis COVID. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, they were dressed up in, in Lederhosen because uh, it's like a German themed restaurant. And they were dancing around singing the Welcome to Estonia song. And I remember like thinking like, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's living in America. And then I find out that it's like a million euro spent. Because it's like the one, campaign. the rest of the songs we can hear on Reto FM and oh, that's, you know, what Star, we do Star in Estonia. FM. It's Star fine. FM. But, and you know, no one has to know, right? But that's part of the marketing campaign for the country. You can't Someone hide that. Someone just got that. an error <clears throat> message in the other room. I yeah, someone's like, cancel these two fucks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. And so as much as I've understood so far, um, you know, you just pay royalties. Like you using, it's like using a sample Do you think if you're they a DJ. Did, Do you think they did? I don't know, but they must've eventually, I mean, the thing is like, if you keep it in Estonia, all right, I'm willing to accept, you know, you can get around that. But you start using that as the country's campaign, welcome to Estonia someone's going to notice this song is designed to attract foreigners. Yeah. Eventually a copyright foreigner is going to be like, yo. No, I, I think that they would have, something had to come of it because I actually, the first job I ever had, uh, I'm not proud of it, but I, it was a job. <coughs> Lewis, did I give you COVID? Maybe. No, it's the, no you gave me the chips. Ha <laughs> ha. 
<laughs> I, IRA chips uh, choking the, the Englishman. But uh, uh, I worked for a company called IMRO, uh, the Irish Media Rights Organization. Mm. And my job was, it was not a nice job, Lewis. I, my job was to go around to pubs mm. and write down uh, set lists of cover bands. Huh. And then Imro would go into the pub and say, right, you, you owe this person this money for, for playing cover, playing the music. Wow. And uh, I got paid like 70 euro a night just for grassing, just for fucking sleep, Yeah. Snitching. How did you feel the time that you were I just was in a band. I was in a band at the time. Yeah. Oh my but God. We, we played like Slayer and Megadeth covers and shit all the time. And my band never got caught for that actually. Yeah, weirdly, <laughs> weirdly. That was but just no, the cover. The bands were never charged. Okay, who's pubs had to pay a licensing fee hmm. so my job was to mine the data so Imro could go alright uh, fucking I don't know uh, Thin Lizzy gets this money you two gets this money mm-hmm. but I was huh. a dirty fucking rat a rat fink is what I was <laughs> that whole music licensing thing is it's a tricky business have you ever come like if you're if you have a comedian uh, let's say Sander wants to use like walk-on music. Do you mm. ever have to? I do have a relevant story about this. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to music played, right now that doesn't seem to be covered. I think that it should be if you want. Fifteen wanna, seconds is, is if you want to look at the technicalities or something. Yeah. But what we did have was when Bill Bailey came to Estonia. Uh, we were going to set it up, and we had all that, and then I got a letter. From like the rights people, like the right the songwriters thingy, whatever in Guild. Estonia, Guild, whatever <laughs> in Estonia, and they're like, "You owe us the royalties," and I was like, "As in comedy, Estonia owe the royalties?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Go fuck yourself." That's my response, and that as it was explained to me, because Bill, the way it works is so Bill Bailey writes songs. Mm-hmm. And he is then part of the Songwriters Guild or whatever this guild is, right? And they protect his rights. So if someone goes and uses his songs, they have to pay a royalty. But if Bill Bailey performs his own songs, he has to pay a royalty. But aren't most of his songs like covers of... No, no, no. They're his songs. If yeah. they are his songs, he his, has to pay Here's how fucked up the system is and self-supporting the system is. He had to pay royalties for his own song. And I was to his management like, yo, this is bullshit. And they're like, yeah, this is this is how it works. That's the cost. You have to pay your own royalties just as anyone so else. So is he paying himself? Well, he's not paying himself because who's getting a chunk of that, right? The royalty. It's all a scam. Yeah. Like they say like, oh, we're protecting your rights or something, but they want their cut as well. The, I mean, you sign up for this songwriters guild or whatever thing. Um, and I know that's also been happening uh, recently when bands have been trying to play their own songs on a live stream. So you're any band, big, small, and you're like, we haven't done a concert in yeah. a year. We'll do a live stream. These guilds are coming after, like they're trying to make legislation about, well, if it's up to this many viewers or this much income that you don't have to pay royalties, but a band would have to pay royalties for performing their own songs on a paid live stream. 
That's how That's this fucked. works. And I remember like when Bill Bailey first came, like there, I, I was much more argumentative Lewis. Lewis was much more difficult to work with back then. And I was like, I got this letter from this Estonian- More difficult back then. Yeah, I know, right? Estonian fucking songwriters thing. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm not paying you. And she's like, no, but you have to pay. Like, this is the rule. <laughs> the Estonian and I was thing. like, nah, how about I just don't pay? And then I ignored her. And then like, no, you did not reply to my email. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? And I was ready to just be like, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to pay. I don't care what you do. And then eventually I talked to Bill Bailey's management and they were like, yeah, this is not completely unexpected. We didn't think it was going to happen, but okay. So then that became a normal cost of the show and yeah. his management accepted that. And it was, I was like, well, all right. But I was not, you know, I, happy that someone had written to me demanding money for nothing. Yeah, And I was like- There are oh. fucking, they'll, they'll find it, they'll find it. But never again. That's the interesting part. Cause I was like, why now? And but, never but, again have I heard from these people. But other than Bill Bailey, there hasn't really been like, cause he's very musically right, right. oriented. He's musically oriented. Yeah. So no one else has, has their own songs yeah, yeah. as such. So no, I don't present music, but I don't know how it works because I've not heard of this as much. Like Henrik, our dear project manager, Henrik is also quite the producer of live, of live DJ events and promoting DJs and so forth. He's, like Henrik works with Comedy Estonia. He's our project manager. He runs our big tours, Sugis tour. He would run Ari's Never tour. Never met him. He's the only one I haven't met. Yeah. He's a lovely guy who runs Sanders tour. He's now that, but he, um, you know, he cut his teeth uh, doing live events for DJs and putting on nightclub events. And that's kind of how he learned his thing. And now that I've sort of brought him into the world of like trying to, you know, we're dealing with bringing Jimmy Carr back to Estonia and he's involved in that deal. And he sees the, like, he can't believe the amount of bullshit that goes on to bring a stand-up comedian here. Like a DJ is like, here's your fucking money, turn up, play your stupid songs, right? That's it. Yeah. But uh, comedian, we've been talking for two months about the start time, whether it should be seven o'clock or nine o'clock. Yeah. Like that, like, ugh. So music is somehow different to stand up, definitely. But like, Ugh. like if, if this organization came after you for that, then these Estonian people right. who, who trans, they must get fucked. Which was, I was a bit like, yeah, why this? But I mean, to be fair, it, a lot of it is like 70s, 60s and 70s. Back then it was the Soviet Union. So, sure, no, so no that didn't matter. But no the 90s were also wild, as much as I understand, were yeah. wild west as well. I yeah. mean, you're not talking about any, you don't have to worry about any of that shit. I would say, okay, I don't want to speak out of turn, but you don't have to worry about any of that shit for the first, let's say 10 years, Yeah, right? Not until yeah. 2000. I know it's just, Okay, now, okay, now it's different and all that, but I reckon just my observation might have been yeah. for the first 10 years, you'd be like, who gives a fuck? You could have been going, I am John Lennon mm. playing every, look, I am Estonian John Lennon. But I mean, like, it's, it's so I'm bad. Johannes now that Lennonid. I thought you were going to say Johannes Wacher. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Tim Ace. Get him up to maybe five, five viewers. Jesus. But because, uh, like, uh, what was it? Like, I uploaded a, a video maybe 10 years ago uh, in Sweden. There was like a, there was like a dog outside drooling and I was like, ah, fuck it. And 
I was sitting outside a cocktail bar and the music uh. that was being played, like a month ago, I got a, a, a message from YouTube saying, yeah, we're removing your video because uh, you're using copyrighted music. <laughs> like I uploaded this video 10 fucking years ago. Mm. But the algorithms on YouTube are getting so good now mm. that they just have everything locked down. Even if even if I whistle <laughs> a, a, a theme or a, a melody, the algorithm will go, oh, no, yeah, yeah, we're going to remove your video. Mm. That's crazy. Because like, there's all these... Uh, you saw that bald and bankrupt guy who came to Estonia. Oh right? yeah, 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 like, sure. So we're talking about the YouTuber bald and bankrupt. He did some. He was here for some time. Yeah, and, yeah. and got a million views or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking around Pardiski. Yeah. He, he's part of this big, massive big. There's certain allegations about them that I won't go into. I could go into, I guess, if you want to, because it's very interesting. But there's all these. There's this group, this core group of YouTubers who travel mm. to. Weird countries and make mm. these vlogs, right? They're all friends together and they all meet up, and watching their stuff, like they they go into a restaurant with their camera and they have to ask the restaurant, "Could you turn the music off?" Because mm. YouTube will say, "No, you're not allowed." <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm willing to bet it's not a conspiracy. I'm willing to bet they're just stupid or like, like they're not like. What's the conspiracy that they're all in it together or something? And what this group of YouTube? Group of no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying any, any conspiracy. I'm just saying that they have to. It's weird that they have to ask the restaurant right. to to turn the music off because YouTube, you can't have YouTube that. will go like, no, no, no. Hmm. Or it, what it'll do, if I understand, is it will demonetize them. Yeah, your video can still be up. Yeah, yeah, of course, and but they won't make any money. They won't make any money yeah. of it, which is the problem, right? Okay, and they, they right. should make money. You know, sure. So, but they're gonna take all the money from it. What like, did you make of that bald and bankrupt guy who- I didn't watch you know, it. You didn't watch him? Mm. Oh. He's Was an it? interesting character. Mm. So these YouTubers that come to Estonia yeah. and make videos, and here we are the whole time, Tim, apparently sitting on a gold mine. Bald and bankrupt would come here, I mean, 800,000 uh, views, but we sit on our fat asses We're not, we're not interesting. People, he know? is. Yeah, I was just like, I can't talk that much. Yeah, I don't know how to say that much. Well, look at. Uh, I, I I've been in contact with him. Uh, mm. Well, months ago, I offered to like drive him to because there's a bunch of interesting Soviet shit that I could show him here, mm -hmm. and he was like, Yeah, cool, man. Maybe in the summer. Uh, so I might, I might be fucking myself over. I don't give a shit about the guy. Whatever. He, he's not going to hear this anyway. But he's part of this group of like prolific pickup artist people oh. uh, who used to post in a forum called Rouge V. Uh, let's go here. I know what you're talking about. Let's go. Yeah, because you were yeah. probably on that forum, you fucking <laughs> sex tourist. You cretin. <laughs> you fucking were, weren't I have you? a more credible reason for knowing this, but I will explain. But continue with your part of the story. Anyway. Kind so, sir. So... Bold and Bankrupt used to go by the name of um, Vorkut or he changed his name to The Fantasist at some point. Mm. And uh, he used to give advice to we hmm. Western people to come and have sex with local women. Like yeah. he would tell you where to go, how to behave. He would talk about his, his experiences and stuff like that. And there's this weird community on Reddit who are dedicated to try and like out him and I'm like, whatever, like whatever. Who so they want to show that he was originally this pickup artist, yeah, yeah. sleazy guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. They're trying to out him because like, like he, he's a good guy. 
He's a genuinely yeah. like he he. Well, maybe not. He's he's a deadbeat dad or whatever. This is fucked. But <laughs> anyway, but he 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 makes good content on on uh-huh. YouTube, and that's all I care about. He makes good videos on YouTube that are entertaining, and they're just just good stuff. But there's this community on Reddit who are like trying to take this guy down. That he used and to be part of the pickup community and used to write still is. I mean, So before YouTube blogging was a thing, before this travel blogging was a thing, yeah. you know, he would instead his articles be more focused around how you may want to- Well, not articles, just his posts on a forum. Posts, right, right, okay. And I would argue that there's nothing wrong with what he was doing. Mm. Like going to another country to be a sleazy pickup artist guy, mm. whatever, who fucking cares? Like, first of all, that shit... He's not raping women. That shit... uh, I'm going to put myself out here. That shit, like, it's almost like we're past that. And I don't want to mean like, oh, I know that from experience, but... You do, though. (laughs) Come on, Lewis. You backpacked around enough weird countries. Right, but we're past the idea that you can be some interesting foreigner and come to a country and just be interesting because you're a foreigner. We're like long past that idea that you go to a pub and be like, Hey, I'm Tim from Ireland. And she's like, Oh, you're a foreigner. Oh yeah. But see, I'm so innocent. I'm so fucking innocent that like this shit, this like sex tourism, pickup artist shit. Like it never occurred to me. Like I'm just a nice guy. I just want I just want to make people laugh. That's it. And then I I read about these guys who cuz there's this other guy. This 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 melon-headed Irish guy who lives in uh Belarus uh-huh. who makes videos as well. Just like the bald and bankrupt guy. And he's a fucking creep, that fella. He's a fucking... Maybe Belarus is still the place. I don't know. I mean, that's the last dictatorship. Maybe no, he, still he some went there. Get some of that communist punani. He going. went there to prey on women. Yeah, fella. nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because he might sue me. <laughs> but uh, I just found this like group of pickup artist people. And I, just, mm. I just thought like, yeah, who, like it's not a big deal. You know, uh, why are you trying to take these people down? It just doesn't matter. I, I think mean, Lewis, some... Lewis was, a, was one of them. So, you know. No, sure. Of course. 100%. That I think that whole culture, first of all, of pickup artists. Uh, it's that, disgusting. It's slimy, but what, who cares? Right. So there was a whole culture around pickup artists. And then there's the whole culture of dudes who say that they're the pickup artists and they're traveling to different <sighs> countries. So the whole pickup artist thing, first of all, you go back to the book. Uh, fuck, and what's that stupid American guy's name who wrote all the books about being a pickup artist? Now I'm completely forgetting everything. The guy with the with the like corporate smile. I know, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so there were some American books about how to be a pickup artist, and it was <clears throat> this idea that you could there was a technique, and you know there's a formula, and you could hack the technique, and you could get women attracted to you. And this dude wrote a whole bunch of books about yeah. it, and uh, he's since written books going, "This is all bullshit." You know, this is a yeah. terrible way to live your life. And then, okay, so then there's these foreign dudes. So yeah, this Roosh V. So whoever it was back in the day, I want to say 2000s, 2005, something like that. This person going under the pseudonym Roosh V mm-hmm. produced a whole number of self-published books, which these days would be nothing more than a blog article. But, you know, it was back when, hey, we can all publish a book. I'll do it myself. And one of them was called Bang Estonia. And there was Bang. Really? Yeah, there's like Bang oh, Latvia, shit. Bang. That was his 
I did not know thing. it. I did not know. So about there is this. like, if you search Bang Estonia, there is a Bang Estonia book written wow. by a V. That's now, the reason that shiny. I know all of this too. Because you wrote them. Because <laughs> right, I'm We're coming out of the metaphorical closet. No, because back in the day, I was writing for Cosmopolitan magazine in That's Estonia. Right. And I Shout was, out to Carol who translated everything for Lewis. He was doing that. He was not the only translator at the time, no? but he was one no. of them. It was hard to find the correct translator. Uh that I was referencing that because that seemed to be more well known then. And I was able to go like, no, no, I'm a nice guy. I'm not like Rouge V. That was basically the yeah. crux of all of my articles on this. So that's how I knew that such a thing, I was able to reference that. And amongst that demographic, if you were reading Cosmopolitan back five to eight years ago, you know, that was sort of like, maybe you'd heard about that yeah. or, or something like that. So uh, yeah, so he would, publish these quote unquote books it's just an ebook that would be somewhere between a travel guide along mixed with a pickup artist trying to pretend like the the pickup artist techniques were different in each country you go to this bar go to that place say that thing it's like uh, okay. but the, the core of it is just pure objectification of women though like. yes uh, which which is the the slimy just ugh. right of the pickup artist yeah, that yeah. you you see that you do this thing she yeah. want you you're working on and women should be cues. informed about this stuff because sure. because men are fucking scumbags <laughs> it was yeah it was like this whole it's just slime because it kind of gives hope to guys that don't yeah. what it, what it's doing is pickup artist shit I think is not every guy has to be sleazy to want to think about reading about a pickup artist. But it's right? like the standardization of the Estonian language, Lewis. You have, it's the guys who are like standardizing it, who are the slimy cunts, you know? I guess. And they're all the guys who will buy those books and want to go to a bang mm -hmm. Estonia. They're almost victims in a way because. It's a grift. It's just a, ultimately it's a grift. It is a grift, but it was a grift. I want to even say in a different time. Again, if we're going back when, so when was I writing for Cosmo? Like five years ago, if not more, I don't know. like whenever it was. Like that was, a, we didn't have the YouTube bloggers. We didn't have the same knowledge or the same. There wasn't just a sort of this wave of uh, travel bloggers telling us everything and writing everything. It was still kind of a different, little bit untapped kind of hey, pun uh, kind of thing. <laughs> so it wasn't quite like today where everything's open and everything's... So what do I think? Pickup artists, I think, what that whole text does is it gives guys hope. And it gives guys hope because what it's doing is giving them a formula and saying, you do this, you do this. And yes, yeah, some of it can be very manipulative, but some of it can also appeal to men. I'm not saying it's good that it does, but it does. It doesn't appeal to men just because you're a sleazy son of a bitch. I think it can also appeal because it's like, look, I'm a guy, uh, uh, I don't know how to deal with women. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I see these attractive women, they're very intimidating to me, uh, as is natural. I don't want to say it's some like new age kind of old, simp men being nothing like that just like throughout you know, an attractive woman is intimidating to a man an average man okay how do i deal what do i do men want formulas we want to know 
the straight up things I need to do. We're not good with the emotions. We're not good with the things that are in between the lines. And I think the appeal of pickup artists was like, here is a formula. Yeah. Here are the steps. You know, if you're not Adi Mati, you've got the dick, you've got the abs, you've got the workout. And if you haven't got all of that- He's got my PlayStation 4. We, I know, right? He's got everything. <laughs> He's got it all. I think that's what that does. Now, I'm not justifying pickup artist stuff. Right? I'm not saying that that's a good thing, but I don't think you necessarily had to be a sleazy guy to be into it. I mean, I read the books, right? The, again, what's that fucking American? But isn't the end goal, like the whole pickup artist thing, isn't the end goal sex? It is. And that's That's kind of the point that he writes a whole bunch of books that eventually gets to the other side. And then he's like, oh, this got me. That's what I find disgusting. That the end goal is like sex. Really? That's disgusting. Yeah, because I like, yeah, yeah. Because men have dirty fucking penises, you know? (laughs) And uh, <clears throat> I feel bad for women. I, I just feel so bad yeah. for them because I mean they this want. This is going to sound horrible. They want it too. I'm not they, saying uh, yeah, like no, not no, force, but of, like they. Of course, women but, it, have but it's a different. It's a different time. Di- right. It's a different dynamic. Right. Yeah. Silla Kadri should be here to talk to us about this. <laughs> We're two white guys talking. About breaking down uh, like how a black guy apparently would be a better influence in this yeah, conversation yeah you get Caleb's friend Amir who uh, came to my house and criticised my cooking oh really uh, Ooh. yeah Caleb brought and if <laughs> one thing that we know you do not come to Tim's house and criticise nah, his I mean, cooking he was right. torts, do you but see he was he was right though which oh. hurt he came mm. to my just a side note Caleb uh, brought this this uh, African American gentleman to my house I think he's Puerto Rican Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's a cook, you see. And I was making uh, J. Kenji Lopez's uh, J. Kenji Lopez Alt's garlic bread recipe, okay. and uh, I made this like olive oil reduction with um, chili flakes and loads of garlic and, and just butter and mwah, beautiful. He came in and he put his pinky in it. He said, "Needs salt," oh. and it just fucking knife in my heart. And I tasted and I was like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> Why couldn't I make a good first impression on this black man? You were just a typical Estonian who wanted to impress a foreigner. I want to impress everyone. <laughs> I want. To, I just want everyone to be happy. You see, that's the, that's why the like the whole pickup artist thing, when I say I feel bad for women, it's because uh, mm. like they're uh, mo- many women, not all, I'm not generalizing, but many of them, they are easy to manipulate. Okay, as if, all humans might be. Yeah, okay. If sure. you follow, like, right. it, maybe if you follow this pickup artist. And if thing. you say that, put your fucking Facebook and Twitter down. You're being manipulated by every platform. Yeah. Like, yeah, of oh, course. I'm not manipulated. Yeah, you are. Of course. But, so anyway. And at the end of the day, women want dick too, right? They sure. they want to be fucking dicked down. Yes. And that's fine. But sure. I think that uh, women need to be informed about this slimy pickup uh-huh. artist. They, they need to be aware. That you know, maybe the guy that they like, and they're like, mm. oh, well, maybe this could go somewhere. Nah, he's just a, a piece of shit who just wants to fuck you, and that's it. Mm. Uh, that's all. And uh, th- I was reading through that Roosh V forum thing, and it's ugh, it's just slimy. Mm. Uh, this guy, his post, his name was uh, L- Louis J Zez, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, man, Estonian women are fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. <laughs> Be informed, women. If you see a, if you see a foreign man from Australia, be careful. Just be careful. Don't fall in love with him. Uh, he wants one thing. Yeah. He, he will get it. Right. Comedy jokes. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't. I like. I, but my whole point about this uh-huh. bald and bankrupt and the the, the pickup artist thing is that uh, uh, just whatever. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a big deal. It's mm. not something. It's not something that deserves a Reddit community to try and take it down. They want to take him out. Yeah. he's someone. They yeah. want to find reasons. But also, why women should be bad. informed that this shit is going down. Sure. That, you know. I mean, you can't cancel. I mean, the whole concept of cancel can't cancel me anyway. That's you can't sure. cancel anyone in Estonia. Like no one's getting canceled. Igor Mung still giving horoscopes. Okay. Oh, why would you want to cancel him though? He's a legend, Igor Mung. Right. The dude from the Nomakalia. Will he get kicked out or not? We're gonna see. Well, he's a foreigner. Though, so. He's a foreigner, so he's easy to kick out. He's been here for a long time though. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, very oh, trust time. me, Lewis. Cancel culture will come to Estonia eventually, for sure. I mean, there's so much. Why has if cancel culture was a thing, Mart Sander wouldn't still be on television? The dude's a sleazy fuck. Is he? Oh, he posts on uh, some Facebook group. I mean, the music musician group. Oh, dude. He's like, hey, I, this cool guitar. I'm like, hey, like this cool guitar. Oh, no, I have personal experience that he's like that. And it's like, put his it's just finger like, in your bum hole. Yeah, I know. And it was kind of fun for a moment. And then it was done. Yeah. Uh, oh, that dude's sleazy. Um, <laughs> I've heard stories as well about him. There's just so, there's a lot of examples of sort of like, it just flies under the radar and yeah. Well, because I suppose so, Estonia is still, it's still a very, it's still a fairly conservative country. You know, it's mm. uh, people kind of don't, you know, people keep to themselves and it is like a village like the concept mm. of the village mm. is still a, is still a powerful thing in Estonia mm. like there'd be like the village pedophile who touches kids and they're like no, sh- 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 it's okay it touches a few kids it's alright yeah don't worry about it Just, and, the, yeah. and the the village can be a positive thing as well you know house burns down the village rallies around the mm. the people like there was a, a house fire there's a little village outside Paida called Tarbia and there was a, a bad house fire and the village just rallied around this family and hmm. took care of them. So. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you do something? Did you contribute? No. Me? No. Yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> Went to sleep. <laughs> I coved for, for the last two weeks. That's all I've been doing, sleeping. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right. I guess we've been going on this episode for a while. I'm sorry this is a long one, but you know, we're getting- Ah, he's not sorry. Do mind I'm not sorry, I'm trying to do the long ones. So the five people still watching. People do like the small ones though. They like the short ones. They're like an hour. I kind of get it. I, I was a hardcore like, <clears throat> no, I'll do my podcast the way I feel like. Yeah. Just start and stop. And I eventually Shit understood. might've derailed a bit there with the pickup artist talk. People, maybe we're going to get canceled now, Los. Maybe. No. How does it feel to have a, a name that's also a woman's name? Lewis. Lu- Lewis. It's Louise. Louise. Louise with an E. Yeah, but Lewis, like in Family Guy. It's uh, a different uh, name. No, uh, Louise is with an E. Like, how yeah, but, I don't in, know but in Family Guy, uh, Peter's wife is Lewis. Lois. L O I S. Yeah, she's mm. missing a U. Uh, a vowel makes all the difference. If you grew up in Ireland, you would have got the shit kicked out of here for having a name like Lewis. Yeah, I got the shit kicked out of me when I was Did you? Were you, were, you bullied, were you bullied as a child, were you? Yeah. yeah. Why do you, you think I came to this country? <laughs> And that was the I genesis. Run away you were getting, from everything. You were getting creamed in yeah. school. Like, I'm going to go like, to Estonia. I don't want to go. I've heard there's the Soviet Union. I heard it's going to be cool soon, yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. What's that, 1990? So I'm, what, like 10, 11? Uh, and I was like getting the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. Like, no, no, I need to go to a place where they don't know that I'm a fag. I have All a question right. for you, Lewis. <laughs> Let's get deep with this shit now. <laughs> 
how long more can you live out in Lagri? You don't belong. You don't belong in Lagri. The better question you, you is how long more can I live in Estonia? It's probably the more accurate question. I was actually talking to James about this yesterday. Mm. Like, uh, I used to think that I belonged here. Mm. And I, 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 when I came here, I was like, yeah, fucking Estonia, yeah. But I just, I don't, I don't feel like I belong here anymore. Do you feel, I feel like that the difficulty is for the last year, we have been in a very odd circumstance that's not normal. Yeah. And the usual uh, pressure releases, the usual valves that you'd be able to open, go back to Ireland, as you've told us, the Ryanair on the yeah. Monday morning, and you'd be seeing mum in a few hours. Yeah. That doesn't exist. And I think that is changing the perception. Like, I want the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I want to go. COVID has held up a giant mirror. It's held up a mirror and we're like, oh, fuck. But isn't it, but does it have to be? Like, do you want to, you, you say that it holds up a mirror. Which yeah. I, believe I just love saying with that, that implication phrase. is that this is terrible and we didn't, this is not good or this is somehow <clears throat> negative and we didn't see that before. I don't think that's how life is. We're not living in the middle ages where we're living in some place forever and I'm a blacksmith because my father was a blacksmith. You could travel before. Yeah. You go for a weekend to Spain, you do your little travel. We could even go to Latvia, all such exotic places. You could go to well, Ireland. You fucking hate Latvia. I fucking adore Yeah, I, I could occasionally Latvia. go to Australia. I could go to Japan. I could yeah. do the things I want to do. There's none of those options for the last 12 months. And I, while I feel like, oh my God, this life, it's suffocating at times right now. Yeah. I'm trying to remember like, no, it's not like just Estonia. It's the world right now. There's no choice. Like maybe it's better if you're in a big country. My parents can travel around Australia. But what do we got? We were going to, I don't know, congratulations. Okay. You enjoyed your time in Pan River. It was very nice, but. You're still in Estonia. It's still, it's, it's not. just here. I mean, it was lovely to go to Pan for the weekend, yeah. eat a Stefani's pizza. But if you want to, Tim Reedy, I mean, you have told me that you have not had a Stefani's pizza. Never. Uh, which is why you don't have a residency permit, I believe. But is that the, one of the requirements? <laughs> that's the reason that's the requirement. I was wondering. You haven't yeah, showed you Stefani's yeah. card. When yeah. you go there, they give you the card. They're like you gotta have the freaking customer's card. I honestly, Lewis, I think if I tried Stefani's pizza, I'd be underwhelmed. Because uh. my my I live two streets away from Kaya Pizza Cook, so like I got the best. I got one of the best pizzas in Europe down the street. This sounds me. like an episode, right? But here's the thing. If we can't just, like right now, if you want to eat a Stefani's pizza, you've got to drive to Paternal and sit in your car and eat it, right? You can't just drive to Stefani's and have a Stefani's pizza. Oh, we're here in Stefani's. Then how the fuck is Purza open? How Purza tap room was open. You can't have it. Yeah, I don't understand how that's open. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe, so, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have said that. Fuck. Yeah, right now. <laughs> so... A lot of the problems that you might have as a foreigner, let's say, I really do think they're amplified because of the current situation. And look, I'm me, I'm like, I'm done with the cold. I'm done with this country. I'm done yeah. with all this. But then I sit down and I think about it and I'm like, am I really done? Or is it that I just haven't been able to travel at all? I just haven't been, you know, and if I think like, oh, I'd be happier in some other place. Now, first of all, yes, sunshine would make me happier. I can't get a voice can't avoid that right but yeah. 
if I think like, oh, I'd be happier in that place or this place, it's like, because there's more people and there's more stuff going on. And if we don't have stuff going on in Estonia because of COVID, that's why I feel it. So I'm, I feel like it's hard to, to just say like, oh, this is shit or this isn't what I want or this isn't the place for me right now. Yeah. Like, I feel like we need to get back to normal. Then tell me it's not the right place. Yeah. yeah. COVID has, uh, it, it, I've uh, like unevolved. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Go on, go on. Unevolved. Unevolved. I'll fucking open with you, but I've like unevolved a little bit during the COVID period because, uh, <clears throat> like, before I before I came here, I lived in I lived in darkness, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in pure, like I would uh, like literally in in my apartment in Ireland. Another terrible poor fucking hell, Lewis. My father's he's crawling over. Beat the shit out of me when I get home. Um, <laughs> Nothing to do with the poor, but yeah. Like I would put, sh I would just black out my my windows, yeah. and uh, when I came here, like I was just living a normal life. But in in the last, like, especially the last two weeks, because I was sick, uh, just had the curtains closed, mm. and I, I and I was I slept I slept so much that my ribs, <laughs> like, came in like I like I've been wearing a corset, <laughs> like a hua. Like my ribs have like come in. I lost f uh, 19 kg in, yeah. in, in a week and a half. Yeah. And I've just been fucking like this, closed curtains, just sleeping. You know? Why, because of the, the illness or why are you? Part, partially because of the illness and also just because, like Taudi thinks I'm depressed. I, I don't think so. I, I'm one of these people who I think I'm immune from depression, to be honest. Uh, I just I don't know like I I've just been living a fucking shot in hermit mm. life you know I don't think it's it's like because it, you're it, like I'm not depressed right I don't and, think I, I don't think I'm capable of getting depressed and I think it's a lot around what does depression mean and what is it like I think I'm depressed but then you have to ask yourself, what does depression mean, right? Yeah. Does it have these terrible consequences? These terrible, oh, I'm depressed. I experience depression. This is a medical thing and all of this. Or is it just a, you know, kind of, what does it mean? Or it means that I don't have energy right now. I don't have enthusiasm. I don't want well, to see, do any of this. I, I love, I love closing the curtains and sleeping all day. I love it. Mm. I, I thrive in it. Sure. You know, I was born in the darkness. You know, I, I, I love it. <laughs> Uh, and like my day, I spend my day uh, just refreshing the same three websites over and over again, mm. or being on. Like I, I do nothing. I do nothing, and I earn a lot of money doing nothing, and I love it. Mm. But apparently, it's a negative thing, you know. Like, oh, you got to open the curtains and get sunlight and stuff like that. But if and, you're uh, feeling differently, but, but this is only in the last like maybe three months I've been right doing now it. until before, right? Yeah. Like that you can't travel, you can't just go for a little holiday somewhere. We I think couldn't go to I, Cyprus I, on our trip. I think part of it, Lewis, is I can't. I just I can't look out my window. Hmm. Uh, you gotta look down at the guy, the heroin addict in the middle of the street with the car and the hugging of the woman. That's usually nighttime because <laughs> I can't. Like a flat horizon is. Is just oh, it just makes me want to kill myself. A flat horizon. I do miss mountains. Yes, yeah. mountains is 
it's a tough one because I like mm. I, I talked to my friend Gary about this in Ireland like we grew up f- for the first maybe 21 years of our life we grew up and there was always a mountain on the horizon always it was always there mm. and then you come here and it's just I can see fucking St. Olaf's Church and the TV Tower I shouldn't be able to see the TV Tower there should be a fucking mountain between me and the TV Tower and I hear you but again is it the problem of this country or is it the problem that we're sitting here due to lockdowns and travel restrictions that we can't go anywhere because usually okay i agree this country flat as a fucking pancake all right uh but usually you know okay fine we don't have to always live in the exciting place you can travel a little bit go somewhere for a while get out we don't even have It's that. been easier since I moved to Tallinn, I will say that. No, I mean, living in Pida, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? I mean, like, like, like living in Tallinn, like I said, Baltiam Turg right over there. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's like stepping into a portal, you know? It does, you, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know if you remember Godfather Part 2 when um, Michael Corleone went to Italy. Uh, no? I've never seen him. Oh! <gasps> I wish I hadn't said that. Lewis. Now he's going to do this and get like, you didn't see that movie. You're coming to my apartment on the weekend and we're watching The Godfather. All right, sure. I swear to God, let's (laughs) do it. But anyway, in Godfather Part 2, Michael Corleone, he goes to Italy and there's this local mob boss, right? Mm. He wears a white suit, got a mustache, and he's the fucking guy. When I walk through Baudiam Turg, I feel like that guy. You know, mm. I can just pick up an apple and eat it and they'll give it to me for free because, hey, it's Tim. Hey, Tim is here. Sure. I talk to the South African pie guy. I buy pies. I give them to James. I never eat the pies. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> the pies are fantastic, but I, I don't eat during the day. I go to the Italian deli. I order some uh, prosciutto cotto, some yeah. uh, prosciutto di parma. I get a bottle of fucking olive oil that they made themselves. You know, I might go to a uh, Viliandi burger and, and get a nice fucking smash burger, fresh vegetables, go to Umami, get some seasoning, get some fucking gochugang uh, gang mm. seasoning to, to take home. And it's just this, it's a portal. You're stepping into a portal that, that just for one fucking moment, if mm. you squint, you're like, ah, I am in the world now. And not. And just you could be in the world if it just wasn't for this, right? Like... Could you could get your hint? You could just go for a trip to Spain yeah. and you go through the exactly. I'm trying period. to deal with this. Right, I, right. We're all trying to do this. My 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 conjecture here, my hypothesis here is it's not this small country. It's the no, current it's, it's, yeah. situation that I agree. Yes, small country, difficult, isolated. It's got nothing to do with Estonia. All of that. I'm not right? being anti-Estonia. Because I feel it as well. I'm like fuck this place. I want to be in the big city. I want to have adventure. I want to have some excitement again, something different. I want to have a big place. I think and then need, I, I think, think you like need a hug, Lewis. I think you need a big oh, hug. Oh, I do need a hug, need a hug from, from many. Me, from Tim. <laughs> a Timmy hug. I need a Roosh V hug. Uh, what? That what? You, <laughs> that I want those things, but you're like, where else could I be and get those right now? Not many places, yeah. right? Like, it's not like, oh, if I was somewhere else. What is in New York City? Maybe, I guess, but... That's the place. So I and, and I find this for me. This is even extending to like goal setting or what do I want to do with myself next? Or so 
I'm no longer the CEO of Comedy Estonia. I like this thing very much. This means that I want to have more time for myself to do my own projects and do my own things and as well as still guiding Comedy Estonia. Um, I don't, can't do much else. Like, it's like, what's your next thing? Like I've had a mission for 10 years and it's been very strong, which is get Comedy Estonia somewhere. Be a pickup artist in Estonia. Be a pickup bang artist. <laughs> I want to bang every blonde chick, 100%. Yeah. And then, you know, so for 10 years, that's been my mission, right? And now that mission is, it's different. Comedy Estonia is by no means out of the woods, by no means 100% established, can never go away. There's still lots of hard work. There's still a lot of thought, but you that got initial- good, You got good people. Uh, uh, right, we got good people, though. good comedians, good admin. Like, Hellerine is fantastic. Tremendous. She's so great. The initial hustle is over, Yeah. right? The hustle of back in the day, we don't know what's going on. Fucking, we're trying this, we're trying that. You're Who knows if it's now. gonna You're work? Established. We're established. I'm not trying to say we are arrogant. I'm not trying to say we're here forever. We're the kings or whatever. You, Just you are the king, though. things get You're, to a certain. I'm the god. I prefer Godfather, but please. Uh, and that's a can't different. Call you, can't call yourself that. It's until a you watch the movie. Different face, yeah. right? Uh, and I don't think I necessarily like. Oh, I miss. I guess I do kind of do, like miss the hustle, miss the unknown as as exhausting as it was like now it's like running a business and that's very good that's what you should get to right i want merrily to be the ceo because she's very efficient at running a business and i could run a business but ooh, geez it really you know took it out of me in the end cool i got i built this thing up i hustled and hustled and fucking did whatever i had to do sucked whatever dick i had to suck to build this up and now it's somewhere and now I would like to give that to somebody else. So now you run it efficiently like a business. You have- Yeah, but you but, but you need you need to, you need the, you need the right. hustle. I need the hustle, exactly. You're not gonna right. get the hustle in Lager, you're just sitting around going. <sighs> yeah, but where in Estonia are you gonna get the hustle right now? This is my next point. Like the hustle won't come back until society returns. So it's difficult to choose the next mission because if you've finished one big thing, you don't often just be like, now I know the next thing I wanna do. No, it usually happens that you're like, geez, I might be lost for a little while. As I explore, travel, talk, think, try new things, it's very hard to try new things. Like I feel like if I wanna try a new thing in life right now, it's very academic exercise. Mm -hmm. I have to think in my head, I'm gonna be a YouTuber. I'm gonna be a travel blogger. I'm gonna be a writer. Well, okay, it's all a bit academic. The best way to do things I think is to try a bit of it and have a go and see how it goes and keep trying it and keep going. Ooh, yes, hello. It's Roger, Andre, he come hello, to boy. studio. Oh, and Henrik, here's Henrik. Okay, we got some people coming, it's okay. We. Okay. No, lads, yeah. You didn't have an office key. Come in, come in and say hello for fuck's sake. We've got, we've got Roger. Give, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Are we over schedule? Are we? Are we? No. I don't think so. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no problems. <laughs> Good luck. Prince of Euronics. That was Roger Andre. That it, it's like, if you wanna, this is for anyone right now who's feeling trapped and feeling like they're constrained and the societies are working for them. Like 
typically you go out and try some stuff, travel a little bit, just travel even, you know, just yeah. fucking get some fresh air and travel and meet some foreign people yeah. and just, you know, it helps you come up with an, your idea. But now you can't do nothing. You're sitting at home with the curtains closed. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to think of the next thing you want to do. But, but Lewis, can, can I just cut you off yeah. and say that like, once this pandemic is over, yeah. whatever the vaccine, we're all vaccinated. There's no more COVID. I still think you, I still think you're you're going to be unhappy and you need to get the fuck out of the country. I, I think you, you, you're looking at COVID as like, oh yeah, that mm, yeah, COVID yeah, for I a certain travel. amount of time. Now it becomes like, no, I swear to God, as soon as the borders open up, I'm in Japan for a month. I'm going to America with Caleb. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Now that's to me in my mind, that's fine. Like I would even, I would say even up to the mandatory three months that you can spend on a tourist visa, right? I, as soon as things open up, I will be in Japan for anywhere between one and three months. Don't tell my girlfriend. Anywhere between one or three months, right? But that doesn't mean I want to leave Estonia. Can I, can I come with you? Come with me? We're gonna have like a we great just, time. We, we can fly there and- uh, We'll fly there we and we'll take you around. There, I'll show you everything. I'll show you what I do. I we'll just take wanna you to the be stores. a fat Westerner in Japan. And <laughs> Oh, look at you. All oh, right, boys, line oh, up. Godzilla. <laughs> oh. um, that, to me, that's fine. Oh, I want to go somewhere for three months. Cool. That doesn't mean I don't like my home or my life. I might actually just like to do something different. Do you consider for a while. Estonia home then? Eh? Well, kind of. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm just trying to keep a perspective and say that even though, fuck yeah, I want to travel, who doesn't want to travel right now? Who doesn't want to be in South America going through Machu Picchu or some bullshit, right? Who wouldn't want to be somewhere Being else? Being a pickup artist and- Or whatever, bang <laughs> fucking Machu Picchu. I don't know whatever it is, right? <laughs> bang Machu yeah. Picchu, yeah. yeah. I don't think that has to take away from the fact that, you know, I could still want to live here, but geez, I might want to travel somewhere. Yeah, yeah. For maybe for quite a while after this opens up again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just trying to, like, the way I've been dealing with this whole COVID thing, which is not good, <laughs> it's probably why I got sick, uh, is I've just been, like, giving stuff to people. <laughs> like, like COVID? If you walked into Caleb, yeah, I gave you COVID uh, today. <laughs> if you walk into Caleb's garage right now, hmm. uh, you're going to see at least maybe 200 empty beer cans all of which i gave to him <laughs> i've just been like just given i've just been trying to give shit to people because that's the like in my mind i have and other people have not Hmm. And uh, so I've, I've just been like just fucking giving shit to people. It helps you feel better or like to share it you, around? You, the, the teleprompter that you uh, that you asked me to order for you. I, hmm. I, I saw the transfer wise thing saying Lewis J. Zezerin gave you eh, fucking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Henry, <laughs> our project manager came back into the room. He did. <laughs> now he's got to say something. Uh, like I, I just felt bad taking your money, even though you That's asked. Fine. No, but I feel it was just like, nah, I should, I should have just let him fucking. But up. on that same, okay, so you, that we're talking about, I guess almost. Income. I'm coming to the end of my life. This is this is basically what I'm <laughs> getting to. Right? I felt bad when I asked you for that 180 for the 
studio no, but I, I owed you the money. So yeah, but I felt bad. You hadn't been in the studio <laughs> for six months or something. And I felt bad matter. asking you. Right. It's a, it was, there was an agreement that I paid for. I felt money. bad by that same regard. I'm just trying to say, but that same regard, I feel it as well. I felt bad asking you for that 180. I'm like, why should I care about that? I shouldn't care about that. But I would have just given you 180 euro, even if I didn't owe you 180. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like in my mind, I'm always coming to the end of my life, right? I'm gonna die. I swear to God, Tim, I'm gonna die. You're going to die, Tim. Fucking soon. Dan. When Dan yeah. was in my apartment on oh. Friday, he kept taking pictures and videos of me because he <laughs> he wanted memories. Because that's it. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Da Daniel Weinberg's is convinced Tim's gonna die like next week. Everyone is. And so and I'm gonna he just wants to take photos. Fucking one of you. I yeah. ain't fucking going nowhere, boys. Uh, Estonia, you're stuck with me. Um, but you know, I'm always like. Uh, Maybe it's the way my mother raised me. Like, I, I, if you ask me for nothing, I'll mm -hmm. give you everything. I will give you the shirt off my back. Um, but as soon as you ask me for something that I don't owe you, mm -hmm. then I'll out you fucking go. I won't give you shit. So, you know, the, during the pandemic, I have probably spent close to 25 grand just giving stuff to people. Hmm. Yeah. And look, it's, and I appreciate that you've always come out with food and there's yeah. always been stuff there or whatever. You know. By the way, that Cyprus trip that got canceled, mm. I, d I didn't get I just didn't get any money from Ryanair. Really? Yeah. Those fucks. Yeah. Tim and I were going to go to Cyprus. We had the Ryanair's booked. Because and... I used travel credit. Okay. And they didn't refund my travel credit. So, so I mean, I could get the money if I, if I mm. like emailed them and said like, oh, I'm going to go to the European uh, whatever, who, mm. the EU, whatever, but... They were like, no, fuck, we can get you. it back. And Adi Mati is in Tenerife yeah. right now. So yeah, he got there. Everything's fine, yeah. apparently. We should probably end this podcast before I say something that I regret because I'm getting into the loosey-goosey territory. No, loosey-goosey is <laughs> great. Uh, I feel if anyone's still listening, they're like right in. Like this is the, clearly we've gone through the, like the clickbait is I'm going to make the title Emma Kela Payev, yeah. right? Like okay. that would be the clickbait to get you into Which the episode. Beautiful thing, by the way. We're gonna talk about the Estonian bit, but they're like, if you're still in an hour and a half in, then you're like, it's yeah. Tim and Lewis getting drunk, talking about that. So you, okay, so this this thing to to help, it's, it's, it's a beautiful quality of yours that you wanna help and you but wanna it's not share. Like a, it's not a quality, it's just, uh, I don't deserve the life I have. I do not deserve the life I have. Mm. So I have to give it, I have to pass it on. I mean, pass I would it on, call pass it, it pass a quality, on. but. All right, look, I would call it a quality that you do want to share. I've certainly been the recipient of many generous Tim donations. Half of this fucking studio that Comedy Estonia enjoys is, you know, a generous donation. What's the from story? Did the you order of more of these? Way? I do. So the back of my car, I have, um, so we have more of these uh, foam squares and I ordered a whole bunch from AliExpress. So I ordered four lots of three, so like 12 packages. And they get them and they, they like these little Chinese J Jack fucks. Ma himself. Jack Ma is there <laughs> with his weird fucking head. So I have these packages that are probably like so big by so thick, taped up, it looks like drugs. Like it looks like a, it looks like an oversized kilo of Coke. And I have them all over the back seat of my car right now. Like if the cop looks in the back, it looks like I've got, 15 kilos and of is it coke. the same like pointy dominatrix thingy as this? I haven't opened any of them yet. They're all still, because I think what they do is they like super compress them down. You've got to, you've got to open the package and then let them expand for like three days. Yeah. Some people do it with water, which makes it faster. But if you just, 
let them go. I had to expand. do that with my IKEA rug. I had to just let it expand. Just let it expand. Yeah. So my car is full of packages, full of studio foam that look like drugs. And I was going to plan to take a Friday night or a Saturday and just drink beer here in the studio and just <laughs> get high spray. off the fucking kind of yeah. yeah. Take some bongs, get yeah. high off the glue, drink another <laughs> beer, and yeah. then just cover this wall with the. It's coming in a week or two. Do you have enough yeah. to cover the like everything? Yeah, I think I did the calculations and enough to do like what I wanted was like if you're watching this right now, the shot that you're getting, like this should all be covered. Yeah. So pretty much anything from here forward, I think I've got enough to do yeah. all of this. That was the idea. I have some spare, but I, uh, I, I'm i going to give it to Johannes because I don't know what the fuck he wants to do with them, but he wants a professional background for his Twitch stream, I suppose. Mm, of course. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Timace. Timace. T-Man. Or Roadman. Oh, yes. Or just T-Man. Just tea drinking man. But... uh. I do want to end this podcast with a story, though. Oh, please do. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and it, well, it's not really a story. It's a it's a situation, an ongoing situation. Mm. So, uh, <clears throat> just to like remark on looking out my window and, and not being able to see mountains, right? My my catharsis for ah, like the, my ex, like the cure for my existential crisis that I oh, I'm in Estonia and I'm losing my mind is. Four times a year at least I would go to Scotland mm. right? I would fly into Edinburgh or London Rent a car And drive into the Highlands And I would just spend a week in the Highlands Just mountains Just being in mountains uh, I'm a fat fucker But I hike a lot I've got massive calf muscles I would hike around the Highlands And I would stay in uh, Bothies and various places And just That's my thing That was my It's my decompression thing okay. That I had Every year mm. Now I haven't had that In, in, a, in a very long time mm. And uh, There's a little town A little It's not even a town It's it's a, a Train station In uh, The Highlands Called Dalmally Right Now This train station Like n No one stops there No one gets on No one gets off It's just this station Because British Rail Have to maintain the station It's owned by a Scottish guy who he he I've never seen him wear pants. Just killed constantly, yeah. proper constant kilt. Yeah. And his Irish wife, who's from uh, Galway in Ireland, and they have this dog called Angus. He's a little. Uh, I think he, he's either staff. He, he might be a pug, Staffordshire Terrier mix. Anyway, he's this legend of a dog, who. He 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 goes on the trains like he just goes to Glasgow like <laughs> Angus, <laughs> Angus he has a, his he has his favorite rock right he uh -huh. has this rock that he loves he picks he picks up the rock and he just goes to Glasgow like three hours on the train mm. and the train staff know oh Angus is on the train again we gotta you know get him home huh. so I've been visiting this dog for ten years ten years I've been visiting this dog and uh, he he's coming to the end of his life unfortunately and uh, I was thinking about this last night that I probably I'll probably ne never see this dog again mm. because of COVID because uh, just can't go anywhere mm. so uh, I commissioned a, a sculptor from Devon in the UK to make a statue of this dog and uh, I'm gonna uh, it, it, Angus with the rock he's gonna sculpt the, the dog with the rock 
and I'm going to give it to this uh, th- this couple after uh, hmm. Angus passes away. And uh, I just want to ask shout out to Angus. He was he like Angus is my rock. This is interesting because most people, I would dare say, my they maybe they've been influenced and sentimental about a certain thing. They wouldn't think in any certain circumstance to make a statue of something. Yet dog, you have decided that this dog is mm. he's just uh he's like in poems there's like verses, you know, like like this dog is, has been a line break in my life for mm. 10 years. And he's got a Facebook page. If you type in D- Dalmali uh, Dog Angus, there he is. And uh, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to fucking commission this statue and I'm going to give it to this this couple. And they're not going to hear this because it's going to be a massive surprise. I'm going to live stream it. It's going to be this big thing. So, so now, first of all, to get the statue, do you have a picture? How is the, the, the statue maker? I, uh, I send him a bunch of photographs of Angus. I tell him what I want him to do. Mm-hmm. He does a crude... Uh, clay sculpture just to get the, the proportions right and then you, know, you want the because like the rock in the mouth has to happen like mm. the, the Angus loves his rock he's his one rock fucking this he he carried it's, it's like the, the old Scottish tradition of of, of a stone carrying Ooh, very you know okay. Angus Symbolic. would take this rock and he would bring it to Glasgow and bring it back to Dalmelly so the rock's gonna be in the mouth, and then he says, "Like, are you happy with this?" And then I'm like, "Yeah, all right, go ahead." And then he does the full um, sculpture thingy, and then paints it. And then uh, in yeah. what what material does he make the final sculpture from? Yeah, it's in clay, and it's it's fired. Or sorry, it's in ceramic. Uh-huh. Well, I have a choice. Uh, I want it to be out because I want the statue to be on the pl- the station platform mm. for a very long time. So I asked him, look. Uh, what what can you do? He said, like, I'll fire it for a long time so that it'll pr- preserve the thing. It might have to be repainted every like fifty years or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly into London, drive mm-hmm. to Devon, pick up the statue, and drive all the way up to Down Mallee and just give it to this couple. Wow. Yeah. And that'll be for me. I can die happy. I could die yeah. with a smile on my face after that. That oh. I that I gave them because Down Mallee Station. It's this just cute station. They've got loads of other statues. Mm. But this dog, oh, like w- w- every time I, w- I would uh, drive there, last time I was there was 2019 in, in October, Angus would like, oh, like he, he knows me. Mm. He fucking knows, he would piss himself. He pissed himself whenever I, 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 I showed up. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, the guy's like, I oh, fucking pushed himself again, Angus. Because he was excited to see me. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the most love I've ever received in my life from that dog. So I'm going to do Jesus, this Jesus, nice now we're going deep. I'm, this is the most... Uh, love you've ever experienced yeah, in your life yeah because dogs are just they're just the best you know uh. and angus is the best dog so he's getting that statue mm-hmm. and I, but, and that's another thing i i've i've resigned myself to to, to never uh, seeing that dog again because i i would have been in scotland at least three times uh-huh. during covid do you think there's some something in us i don't know if it's souls like you and i or if it's a more general human thing like we want to find something that's unique to call our own like probably if you travel all around the place i see fucking a dog statue you travel across europe on the interrail or whatever you see a fucking dog statue you're like what the fuck are these dogs 
but for you that has meaning right for someone else that may be just like what the fuck there's some other dog yeah. statue in this town but for you that has meaning for a few people has meaning and that what we're trying to do is just find some small place in some small way and have an effect and that has meaning i don't know like i want yeah it's like, like this it's small leaving place something behind. yeah this small place behind that shouldn't really have had an effect on you has had an effect yeah. on you. And we're looking for those small connections. But I have many of these places, but this mm. is the, the, you know, this is the, the one, this is the, I'm going to give him that statue and it's going to be there long after I'm dead. So mm. long after the, the owners are dead. I just hope the fucking whoever takes over the train station doesn't go, the fuck is that shitty statue? Right. Cause the that's bin. the interesting thing that it's sort of like, what is, Okay, like what is the, you know, let's say a hundred years from now, we're like, what the fuck is this dog, right? But we don't know that the dog didn't defeat the empire. The no. dog didn't cure poverty. Just had a rock. The dog was just a nice dog. Yeah, nice dog, yeah. And that's hard to communicate if you weren't there or you yeah. don't know the legend or because as humans, we want a story. We want a legend. We want a, oh, and then the, the dog dragged the woman out of the fire. Yeah. And that's why. And that woman went on to be the leader of something. But this dog and, is just my legend. It's just yeah, my thing. Right. You know? that's I'm, I'm doing legend. it just for me. I don't huh. care. Yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't have like, I don't even know why I'm telling the story. I just. It's an interesting story. Last night How, okay. What? What's the region of how much this statue costs? Not much, 300 pounds. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I was building Oh, you somebody. were hoping like 10 grand. Yeah, I was going to be like, grand. Tim Reedy sinks no, five no. grand no, no, no. into this particular- He's a this, small dog. Okay, he's a small dog. <laughs> he's a small dog. He's a all small right, dog. but still, nevertheless, nevertheless, still, I, I put it to you that most people out there are not commissioning statues yeah, for 300 yeah. quid. Uh, themselves, so it's still yeah. Because most most people lack it; they just lack empathy, you know. I definitely lack empathy, but that's something different. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, you do lack empathy. Totally and lack empathy. Uh, uh, more, many people lack empathy. You mm. know, that's why I I I love James Humphrey so much because he he's like the first person I've connected with who has the same kind of weird, like British Isles empathy that I do. Huh. That's interesting the way to term that the British Isles empathy. Yeah. I mean I look, would, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna yeah, turn yeah. it to Kerry, like a Kerry, 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 but James has the same kind of empathy that I do. There is a certain sense of community yeah. in that that I certainly don't have that you're like, yes. I, I, I assume Estonians have it too, but we're just like mm. we don't know because <laughs> we're outsiders. You know mm. what I mean? Um but it, especially in Kerry, Jesus Christ, like your neighbor, you might not you might never speak to him once in your life. Mm. We still give you the shirt off your back. Yeah. Off his back, sorry. <laughs> Not gonna pull your own shirt and give it back to you, you know? Yeah, I don't I'd lack empathy on many levels. You should understand you, you can you can change but, that, Lewis. You can get get empathy and be nicer, you know? Just be nice. Just be nice. Because I'm, nice. I'm a cunt usually. You're fucking fucking asshole. Terrible man. cunt yeah. usually. And <laughs> actually, do you know what? Interestingly enough, uh it's like a it's a it's a womanly trait to have empathy. All right, sure, can be associated with women. So yeah. I'm just a big woman. Just a big fag, really. Like, I, I I love hanging out with you and Riley because I feel like a gay guy. 
when I talk to her. Because we, we have this, oh, oh my God, I love those shoes. Like, right, and I'm just like, like if she saw my thing, boots, yeah. like we could have a 10 minute conversation, conversation about, about she like the fucking boots. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, there's, yeah, it's yeah. sequined and, and green because Ireland, because Patrick's right. Day, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, sure. I see the green now. I see the connection. Yeah. yeah. They just look a bit Irish, actually. Yeah, yeah I've got nothing. I'm like, I, I'm just a bit of a robot sometimes. And that's actually a problem when forming relationships. Probably, it's probably a good thing business wise, though. Yeah. Yeah, Makes maybe, a good business. Maybe business, business wise, but not, you know, if you're trying to form relationships, does lack of empathy. You need empathy, Lewis. Need more empathy in your life. Mm. You need to just like not think of yourself all the time, you know? Think of others first before yourself. Jesus, that is difficult to do. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. You just got to think mm. of others first. Yeah. You know? And stop dyeing your hair, by the way. <laughs> Just stop the I know, I should. Sorry, just pardon stop. me. Just sorry. Just, just embrace the gray. I should, just I embrace, should embrace my gray baldness. I have. Here I am going bald, going gray. It's this. You are, you're not bald. That was part of the joke. Look at your fucking head of hair. That's the joke that I'm not. Oh my God, Tim. Really but stop, stop, stop. Yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> and Caleb, don't fucking shave. Caleb shaved his beard. Fuck. Caleb. Sell out. Good, he's TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. this has gone on way too long. Way too long. <laughs> if you are still listening, thank you very much. I appreciate the first half. Look, the first half Ignore of the episode. The on my face. We tried. We tried to do a regular podcast talking about Estonian issues, clickbait you into stuff. But I enjoyed and, it. And still I understand that the second half, then we degenerated into a drunken conversation. If you tight. like that, we're happy it's with fun. that. Thank you very much Shout for listening. Shout out to Angus, the, the dog. Shout out to the dog. Shout out to just Caleb. Live, live long enough so I can fucking see you Come again. Come back just so Tim can see you one yeah. more time and then you can both die and then it's all for nothing. Oh, wait, I lack oh, empathy. I can't wait to die. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> Tim, you're going to die soon. I like your shirt, by the way. NASA shuttle, the space shuttle. Sure. Thing. Challenger, we're all going to die soon. Yeah, yeah. All right, do we get some food or something? I don't know. We do something. Else. Seven o'clock, Jesus. What? Seven o'clock? Hey, yeah. it's rum o'clock. Rum o'clock. <laughs> Rummy <laughs> over here. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much, Tim. No problem. And, uh, no problem. Cool. Thank you for enjoying another drunken rambling episode. Let's do it. Bam.